most recently, last week on Pathfinder, I think the only thing that really requires summation here was your return to Stockies, the town that you're the tribunes of, through some definitely legal papers and definitely blood ties you have to the previous tribune who passed away over this little town thanks to Martella, who's really great at getting definitely legal documents in order for things. Completely legitimate. Yeah, fully. I mean, it's, it's going to stand up to anything but like the absolute highest scrutiny, which nobody in Marat so far has cared enough to get. They can't even throw a little bit of scrutiny at something. Well, even if they did, she's pretty thorough. You've only been in Marat for maybe a month, two months. It would take longer than that just for them to validate the or invalidate these papers. They have to go through not just the bureaucracy of the Temple of Abadar and Marat, but the bureaucracy of the Greater Taldor, which is it fundamentally a complete standstill, what with the no leader thing. So you're pretty safe on that front. So what you're saying is they have a government shutdown? They kind of do. I just realized that. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't yeah. going to say it. That, I, I, I actually... Life. I, I didn't... Yep. Okay. <laughs> I actually didn't make that connection either until just now. And I think all of us here just kind of simultaneously realized that the <laughs> the main plot line of the War for, Crown, War for the Crown so far has been the the girthiest government shutdown when <laughs> possibly told in history. Ew, they make it sound so dirty. Well, that kind of happens not? when your Grand Emperor gets murdered through what Girthy may or government may not shutdown? Like, have been his own actions. Well, there's a collective realization for everyone. This is just <laughs> government shutdown simulator. <laughs> We're trying to get things running again. We're trying to get this running without having to build a wall along the Kadiran border. <laughs> because our relations with our nation to the south have been difficult enough. We don't need that. But no. Thought you roleplayed to get away from real life. <laughs> Apparently we don't. <laughs> seeing as such sentences as, uh, do you want to discuss your recent tax, tax. legislature <laughs> with the Baroness have been stated in full seriousness on this stream in the last couple of sessions. So I'm starting to wonder how much actual fantasy adventure we even have on this show anymore. <laughs> We have it's, the heads of two giant monsters in our living room. That'll cover it. Yeah, this that's, is true. That's, that's where the Pathfinder gets in. While you're drafting new tax reforms, you also take a day off to fight the giant lizard that attacked you on the road because it's Marat and those things just kind of happen. Eat one of our horsies. Save a peasant from a manticore or whatever it is. You still got that interspersed in there. You get to role play such things as having friends and running a town of peasants. <laughs> And also, Am I allowed to use an intimidate check to coerce somebody into signing a document they don't want to sign? Absolutely. Why, yeah, why could you? No, you are allowed to make an intimidate check to attempt to coerce whoever you want. If How successful you'll a, be will If that person's a cleric of Avadar, I would generally advise against that. But we, this is all besides the point. We're getting <laughs> distracted. Just, we're talking about taxes and paperwork. It's just like, can I just we're not getting, make people do what I want? We're getting baited off the rails, and we haven't even gotten through the last week <laughs> on the War for the Crown show section yet. You returned back to Stockies, your town, and you had a visitor 
who is rather interested in meeting with who we have put in place as our totally legitimate tribune, Dara Rostam. You met this visitor briefly at the Jubilee when he arrived in Marat, when you were introduced to all the major movers and shakers here, as Duchess Valito Lothine. A woman in her, I'm still gonna stick with the late 40s story, because... The, the text says it, even if the art does not. <laughs> An attractive woman in her late forties. Don't ask a woman her age. Exactly. Yeah. She. No one has ever questioned it when she says that. I guess. Even if She's she the clearly Duchess. doesn't look it. What are you gonna do? Sense motive that the the age role? <laughs> I mean, you can. <laughs> She's been in her late forties. We don't know for how long. <laughs> Time she probably relative. still tells people she's 29, too. Time is relative. We have a literal chronomancer wizard in the party. Come on, time Yeah, even he's looking going, nah. The Lothian <laughs> family is known to be quite potent magically. She may have been 40 for quite some time now. Regardless, this duchess, a woman of considerable power and influence and direct tie to Count Bartleby Lothian, who you are attempting to undermine with various acts of treason and sedition without him noticing, you know, because that's generally bad. Have we it... actually done any treason yet? Like, I mean, that depends on a broader definition. I'm pretty it? sure well, our like, presence like, like, have we directly done anything treasonous yet? You are literally here on the orders of the Count's yeah, half-sister to steal his house. Yet? Your, We're your here, existence though. is treason. <laughs> you... Pretty treasonous. You I mean, Terry, pose, you haven't done anything major directly acting on Posing yet. as a tribune when we're really not? I mean, other than the circumstances of your existence in Marat, you haven't And done, every conversation we ever have. You haven't <laughs> done anything directly treasonous other than possibly allow uh, the don't ask, don't tell doctrine on the Beggarwood uh, bandits and... Yeah. Possibly agreeing with the Night Swan, or at the very least, just letting her get away unscathed. Well, then let's, let's up our treason game today, guys. There. Come on. Let's up our treason game today. <laughs> I All mean, right. I'm thinking Dora's going to do up. that. Hands Dora's in treason on three. <laughs> let's go. Get him in there. Get him in there. Treason. Duchess Bolito arrives. Dara's about to be putting his hand in some to some very big trees in here in a second <laughs> oh no now too early um, arrived at your estate the betany estate because you are definitely the betany heirs right right there's no sure there. of course we are sorry is he's, he's the i'm, I'm oh, yeah. married I'm to the betany heir yeah I'm you're definitely totally married, married. Duchess totally Lothi doesn't seem to care a whole lot about no, that No, she doesn't. One. Because she is there for one thing and one thing only. <laughs> and that's Dara Rostam. Very specifically and very directly and personally that one is aimed. She was quite blunt about her desires. She was entirely and completely not subtle in her approach. And there can be at this point no real question as to exactly what it is she's after. Now, Dara at first 
wanting to turn down her aggressive advances because you know she's posing as being. I did not want to turn down uh, her. You at wanted first. to make I it a totally inclusive. To be fair, your first reaction was not to turn down the Duchess. It was actually to invite your wife and have a threesome. Which, ten points for thinking on your feet there, because that took you all of four seconds to come up with. Yeah, that it was solution. way too fast. I Nobody <laughs> expected that. No. Kahina would have been like, like you had this like thought ahead. I asked Kahina <laughs> when like I first was... started dancing with her. <laughs> that is actually true. That was a brief conversation yeah. at the Jubilee. Really? So she, yeah. yeah, it was a kind of an offhand joke we thought at the time. But apparently, Dara was way more serious than I we was thought. Super wow. about it. That just like <laughs> elevated fast for me right there. Immediately, yeah. Valido's like, "Hey, the stuff." Kana's like, okay, like get my sure. Wife. <laughs> that, that ran us into the second problem, uh, which is that Duchess Lothian is not really interested in being terribly inclusive. She wants one thing and one thing only here, and that is Dara. After turning down that first offer, then Dara was obviously a little remiss to agree. But on the great list of people in Marat who seem to know exactly why we're in Marat, we can add Duchess Lothied on here. And she gave Dara a pretty direct ultimatum. You can sleep with her, or she can possibly leak to Bartleby why exactly it is that you are really here and who sent you and what it is you're after. Now that would be super treasonous. Now, she has ushered everybody else out of your own house. <laughs> Duchess powers activate. So the other four of you are down in Stockies. I was or going at least, grocery shopping. That is, it is a couple miles walk to Stockies. You are at the very least outside <laughs> around by the trees. Where did you guys go? Are you going all the way down to Stockies or? It's not well, like- What time is it? It's late afternoon. If you were to walk to Stockies, buy some things and walk back, it'd be dark by the time you got back to your estate. Why well, would we walk? I we have horses. Yeah, you if I horses, wanted I guess, yeah, to get a horse and go to Pensaris and spend the night there and come back with groceries in the morning. I thought she showed up at night. I thought Duchess showed up at night, so it's afternoon. She's looking it's for late the afternoon. It was, it was like evening. It wasn't like nightfall. Either. Yeah. It was, uh, it was moving. Late afternoon evening. moving so yeah, into like, evening. Yeah, like 5, 6 p.m. Mm -hmm. Realistically. Uh, Pensaris. Let me look distance on that one. Pensaris is a good 15 miles away. Yeah, so it a, should be dark when I get there. It's like a half day's ride on a horse. Yeah, you're going to be getting there like at midnight if you want to yeah. leave now. No, that that's perfectly fine. I'm Because it lets you guys take care of the, the political business. It lets me go buy more chocolate, honey, and ale. So Nell's immediate response to this is, I'm out. <laughs> Just saddles up. And he is going to ride down to Pensaris to go prepare for one of the other nobles that's going to be visiting here day after tomorrow, actually, with her daughter, who now seems really, really determined to impress for whatever personal reasons. What about the rest of the other three of you? Baylor and Ori Kahina? Uh. Well, we should probably catch up with Anora. Yep. She was kicked out of our house slightly before we were. 
<laughs> yeah, Anora would be walking. have bolted. No, she would be on her horse and gone. She is. A, <laughs> she's already like she's back in her house. <laughs> she would have left immediately after the Duchess arrived, and she made her escape and got on her horse and like, like it's a it's a like a world class race to get as far away from your estate as possible <laughs> immediately. She Don't wanted nothing to do with I'm anyone. assuming we have like some giant backyard behind the estate somewhere yeah, pretty, large, uh, pretty large estate yeah. there's a decent okay. swath of land around it before it gives way into the trees on well, the other side anori isn't gonna leave then she's just gonna go out in the backyard and uh practice with her sword and work on her stuff maybe do some pull-ups on some tree branches <laughs> it's been a while since she's worked out a little bit it's gonna go Gotta out stay and... fit you know fair enough uh, and kina and baylor you wanted to go down to <coughs> anora's house and follow her we can. We can yeah, go I, check out the new bridge. We, I don't think we've gone over there and looked at it we, yet. The, the, you looked we at checked it out the bridge. You went oh, did it. we? It, it, yeah. it seems functional. And for those of you unfamiliar, Nora Piscum was the honorary tribune between the previous leader of Stockies dying and our new completely legitimate rulers arriving that filled in and has been kind of the assistant for the party as she, well, she likes him. You impressed her. Like, mm. you know, caring at all. <laughs> it's a pretty low bar, but you did a good job with it. Hey, she liked us before we even got here. Mm -hmm. We can go poke around our... We can go talk to her. We can go poke around our new town hub and our new brewery and stuff. The point is the we only go, one... We can go serve, our own, serve ourselves some drinks. The only one who is uh, actually going to stay near your state at all is Inori. It was going to be around the backyard, just kind of swinging CR. Thanks, Anori. In case I get Thank murdered, you, you guys, <laughs> someone's going to be there. I mean, don't be bad in bed, and maybe you won't. I don't know. Why would she murder you? I mean, well, this, She's uh, a black this, is, this is kind of medieval assassination 101, isn't it? Hey, you want to do the do? Up, took all his armor off and stabbed. Yep, that is a yeah. legitimate concern, I suppose. Zenori <laughs> <laughs> is at least around in case Dara starts screaming. Yeah, if I start screaming, I won't, I won't be able to scream. I mean, will Zenori react, though? She'll be out there training and hear the scream. Like... <laughs> the rest of you don't. No, I mean you might have the hint. She wasn't very subtle, but you don't directly know what Duchess Lothian is here for, because I mean, she ushered all of you out before <laughs> she really got into it. The last time there was a one night stand, Nell rolled a two on sense motive. He has no clue about this kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, you still don't know Clearly. that Nora's sleeping with Boobo. He's <laughs> still completely clueless with a lollipop in the corner. <laughs> all right. Well. Anyway. Meanwhile, inside. Duchess Lothian has just pre uh, presented her ultimatum sliding off his shoulder of her gown. And exactly where we left off, Dara was there. So Dara is going to uh, chuckle softly and give her a sly smile and reach his arms around her and spin her in a playful twirl, leaning in and whispering so you've been watching me, uh, and you like what you saw? <laughs> and uh, she would play into this. Absolutely. She would just uh, play wholly into this. More than happy. And uh, she would laugh at that. Oh, <laughs> so rostum. 
I've seen more than you'd believe, and I did very much enjoy the show. My lady, um, who left you in such a state? Surely a woman of your beauty oh, and skill. As she interrupts you, anyhow, please, please, now is, now is certainly not the time for such talk. Shall we go upstairs? Um, and I would grab her and fold her in my arms and lead the way. Wow, Dar's response is, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> not, not entirely what I expected, but hey, well, you, you were presented with a pretty hard ultimatum, and you're like, okay, well, I'll take one for the team, I guess. Upstairs they go. So, you're just going to wholly play along with this. The yeah, I was going to try and get some information out of her, you know, like James Bond style. I mean, that is a pretty good... <laughs> How would you that do is that? That's a pretty good situation to try and extract some information. That would that is very much when Duchess Lothian's guard would be down. You know, that is that is absolutely something I will give you. Let me do this. Let me We need to add a new uh, skill, I think. Her skills here. <laughs> yeah, she's Bryn got it. Here's what we're gonna do. Here's my plan. We'll go over to the uh, the dice rolling page here. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to let you, while she is distracted by the throws of your entertainment, and Can I roll wholeheartedly acquiescing to her. Acrobatic! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not really the concern. I'm going to give you... Maybe not to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! If you want to roll the D100 luck die for how well this goes, feel free to just roll a D100. Just throw at the table and see how well Dara can enthrall. Oh boy. The Here older it comes. Duchess. I have a bad feeling. The I, D100 I, luck dice have not gone fantastic. Positive vibes. Positive vibes. Positive but vibes. This will be largely unrelated to how well you can extract information from her because being an old Duchess, she is like Baroness Voinum. An old hand to Talvin politics. Are you gonna roll it or there it is? Fifty-three! Solidly Lately average. Above average. <laughs> Solidly average showing from Dara. That's <laughs> could be worse. <laughs> could absolutely be worse. Yeah. That's that is a solid acceptable is what we're landing there. <laughs> Golf so, clap. Golf clap. I'm gonna stick with exactly my plan. If you wanna use this opportunity to try to extract some information from her while she is suitably distracted it would be much easier than it would be in casual conversation because the duchess is very much not looking to give up her advantage so i'm going to give you 1d4 chances two you can get up to two pieces of information from her how do you want to go about doing this because typically the, the usual skill will be either diplomacy, bluff, intimidate, the general face things. But if you got like a route, you, if you got a plan, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna stop you. This is your show. Mm-hmm. I like the acrobatics check. I like the acrobatics check, but you know, <laughs> no, you know. Um uh, I really wanna know her story. So um but I don't know if that's something you really just ask. Well, if you want to just try to get information out of her directly, that would be 
either bluff or diplomacy against her sense motive. And her sense motive is going to be at a pretty potent penalty right now. Because uh, she's mm-hmm. otherwise occupied. So. Uh, bluff or sense motive, was it? Oh, bluff no, or well, diplomacy well. against her sense motive. Because she is still okay. not totally clueless. She is not going to let her guard down entirely. But you will roll either diplomacy or bluff. Take your pick. And I'll roll her sense motive. And if you beat it. You can get a piece of information out of her. Okay. Um, so what do we want to so, go for first? We got to try and pray out. Uh, I want to know her relationship with Bartleby. Okay. Just that simple. I'll give you a yeah. bonus on that because that's pretty. That's a pretty easy thing. I'll give you a plus four on your bluff for diplomacy. Okay, I'll do bluff. Uh. Because that's not, like, really digging for ancient family secrets or anything. Yeah. He's trying to figure out, really, who the hell this lady is. Yeah. That gives you a 12. That's all right. She could still do lower. I'll open this because it's not her actual stat. Or <laughs> or she could beat it out by one <laughs> with a 13. Always feels bad. Always feels bad to lose by one. She's... Yeah. As you you ask, as you're getting into things up in your room, oh, please, Sir Rostam, I don't want to be thinking of my current family during such affairs, <laughs> or the current company. You can try one more time, either to push harder on that or try and get something else. I didn't really think about what I actually like. Yeah, kind of on the spot because wanted this, to know. <laughs> you're not here for several hours. She wants what she's after, and she'll be on her way. This isn't like an all night drawn out situation. How about where she heard the stuff? <laughs> That's a good idea. <laughs> uh, you didn't get the plus four on that one. That's gonna be a flat roll. You wanna know how how she's heard um... what she's heard. Did you actually put your plus four in that? But you did put your plus four in that. Yeah. Box. Okay, I was just making sure. Yeah, it was really pretty poor roll. Because it was a three, um, and you ended up with a plus nine. I'm pretty sure Dar doesn't have plus nine to bluff normally, no. so it's probably in there. I figured. Double check. Um. Only Kahina was here. I know, right? Exactly. <laughs> only love. That's exactly <laughs> why I want. Kahina here. <laughs> <laughs> only Dutch's love was a lesbian. This would be so much easier. Yeah. She doesn't have to be. You know, she doesn't really have to be a lesbian. I mean, she was really not down for the three-way advice. No imagination. She's after quite specifically you. <clears throat> she didn't want to share. She might be interested in other situations, perhaps, but yeah, she didn't seem interested in sharing. Okay. Um. So he would just be um, mention how skilled she was and uh, inquire as to some of her other skills. Okay. I guess. So I would. Uh, I guess for that one would be dipl- uh, diplomacy, just so I don't look like total hooligan. Okay. Well, I look like a total hooligan. I can't have that. Yeah, I know. Can't have hooliganry on this channel. Oh, word yeah, of the day. Are, these were the not good rolls. Yeah. Right, well, we still have a. That's an eleven for your diplomacy check, and for her, a sixteen on her sense motive. Uh, the Duchess Lothian is here with very single-minded goal she's in pursuit of and her guard is down (laughs) it's not going to be quite enough for 
mean, this isn't really Nara's area of expertise. It's not going to be enough for you to really get anything useful out of her. So, you're not really skilled at the arts of subtlety so much. Just kind of weaving these things in without just being... So, how'd you uh, hear about us in Vitella? Dar is a military man. He's yeah, very he's, direct. Yeah, he's, exactly. incredibly, he's an incredibly straightforward gentleman, and this is not his forte. It's probably been a while, too, for poor Dara. So, <laughs> equally distracted. There we go. Equally distracted <laughs> by the events. So, as you two are busy, and Ori's out back training with Ciaran and... Nell is very much on his way to Pensaris to acquire some things for the noble visit that you wanted to happen. <laughs> I have spent this entire time put buying things. I have a lot of stuff already. The three of you who are not currently trying to make it to Pensaris before 2 a.m. have some time to kind of think about the current situation. And Inori, you'd be thinking about it yourself. Uh, just in the backyard, kind of passively, as you're swinging Ciaran around or doing the pull-ups or whatever. And uh, Baylor and Kahina, and maybe more while you're on your way to talk to Honora, or even talking with her. Any of you who have knowledge nobility, obviously, Baylor, can make I those checks. Too. Because you don't... Can, can make this check for me. What do you even know about Duchess Lothied? Well, Apparently everything. That's a pretty good nat 20 from Kahina, giving you a 27. You beat the wizard at a knowledge check. How do you feel? Yeah! You're a bard. That's like the, the second most knowledgey class. But you're a bard archetype that lost bardic knowledges. Yes. 27. I, don't have, I took this. points of nobility. You get one. <laughs> no. Everybody gets one. That's a threat right there. 27 from Kahina, 22 from Baylor. Still no slouch. And you don't have knowledge nobility. Mm, no. But Nori, you just, you, I mean, you don't know a whole lot other than the information <clears throat> that Martella gave you. I know she looks pretty in. good for being in her 40s. <laughs> but you're not positive. Or, or actually, no, I said that wrong. She looks pretty bad for <laughs> 40s. Oh. Kahina and Baylor, neither of you would, re I mean, Murat is pretty backwater. And the Lothians, other than being uh, the stewards of Stavian land, aren't a family of huge Talden consequence. You don't know of Duchess Vlito off the top of your heads, but it does strike you as interesting her title. Duchess Vlito Lothian. A duchy is much larger than a county. In fact, the duchy is an amalgamation of several counties. It's basically the next stage up. You go from a mm -hmm. barony to a county to a duchy. So the Lothians are the stewards of the county of Marat. Obviously, that's why you're here, to unseat Count Bartleby Lothian. They don't, that you know, have a duchy. You have no idea what Valido is the duchess of. And that kind of strikes you as odd that she is, she's obviously still around. She both has the title and all the other nobles of Marat respect it. But you have no idea what she's the Duchess of. Hmm. Is it 
possible she married a duke. That would be the, title that way. the most straightforward way to acquire mm -hmm. the title, yes, would be to marry a duke. But if she married a duke, she generally wouldn't still be living in Marat with Count Bartleby. She'd be with her husband. She certainly wouldn't be at your doorstep. She might. <laughs> she trying to get after your tribune. I mean, she might, maybe. But it it's just questions leading into further questions at that point. Regardless, you don't really come to any concrete information. There's there's nothing you can pull up, nothing from your knowledge of Murat County or the Lothian family that would help you pinpoint what exactly she is. But meanwhile, back at the Betany estate, this particular business is going to finish up <laughs> with no real knowledge gained by Dara, who's on the same tag, trying to figure out her relation to Bartleby, <coughs> but she didn't learn anything either. She is as difficult to get information out of, if not more difficult as Baroness Voinum, it would seem to you, Sir Ostom. And as quickly as she arrived, she would take her leave. Can we roll for whether or not she gets pregnant? <laughs> <laughs> you only got a 53. You gotta get higher. <laughs> is this a roll that you want? Yes! <laughs> First of all, where are we to roll that? I would roll it and you would know, Dara. Oh, okay, okay. You I don't it. think roll there it. would be any telling signs the night of. Roll it! I rolled. Are you happy? Yes, I'm so very happy. Okay. <laughs> What are, do you want this to be your end of the Lothian family? Or like, what exactly is he playing? This seems like the worst case scenario. He's bridging two amazing houses together right now, okay? Besides, I I'm think... fairly certain in the techno uh, technological era that Galarian exists in, you would have some form of either physical or easily acquired magical, magical protections that a duchess visiting for this Maybe exact purpose... Maybe she wants a kid. What? Oh boy! You don't know her. What's, I, you know, I actually do as the GM, believe it or not. But you, oh. you are correct. You don't know her life. Oh man. No, it's oh. it's pretty much it's pretty much with a twenty-two and a twenty-seven. We don't know her life. You would be correct in that had you not raised any questions or prompted anything, she would have showed no interest in any form of precautionary measures. She certainly would have just gone for it. So she could do something in the middle? What? Wait, so after, too. wait, after, wait, after we, <laughs> after we started, she could, after I started asking questions, she could do something that At prevented pregnancy? At any point pregnancy? while she was there, Bryn, she would show no interest. She oh, would have a kindness. Of That's what the stuff's called. Ah. <laughs> anyway. I, uh, nothing, I don't know. I knew I found that before. Calistria's kindness. That's what the girl takes. 
Oh yeah, no, there is actually a thing. Yeah. There is actually a, a, a listed thing. Of course it would be Callistria. Of course you of course, looked that up. We were talking about me playing Calistria a cleric of Callistria. But yeah, no, there are there are several things that of that measure that could be taken either before or after. Uh, I believe Calistria's, Calistria's kindness is also like a an aftermath kind of thing, isn't it? That's mm -hmm. not even I, I don't remember exactly. I just I'm remember standing. Pretty, I'm Regardless, pretty sure the day via time-altering magic exists, I'm positive that if this is a problem she don't want to deal with, there's a way she can deal with it. That is the end of this conversation. <laughs> Next conversation. <laughs> oh. Duchess Felino, as quickly as she appeared, would take her leave. And any attempts to get her to stay or to press her for more information would be futile, as she would simply take the leave of her own, not even showing any particular interest in being walked to the door. So much as rising from the bed, getting dressed, blowing you a quiz, kiss, and literally just leaving. A quiz. A quiz. <laughs> it's the least strings attached to anything appears that it's ever possibly been in the history of Taldor. And that's a pretty high that's okay. Darsh is like, I did my duty for my country. For my country. The safety of the people is the, the, the most important. And sometimes. is going to burn the sheets when she gets back. Sometime. And you don't, you don't know necessarily what happened. The, the, four, the three of you who are not Nell would arrive back in the estate that evening to. Dara. Knock on the door and make sure it's safe. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, it is safe. Do not worry, she has gone. What was that all about? She just wanted the bang. There, there, there was no. <laughs> Excuse me. Huh. So she got rid of the help, as she called us, so that she could sleep with you. Yes. yes. Wait. So I'm out back practicing, and you guys are up here banging? Is that what's happening? It was quite the workout. Did... <laughs> Dora. Did she... I mean... Is our... Like... We're married! I mean, we're not married, but we're married! I did, I you guys aren't actually you. married, so... I, shut up! I didn't ask you, but we're married! Uh, darling, darling. I did ask her whether you would, you could be invited. <laughs> What? Wait. Oh. Huh? Wait, he said no. I know. All right. I... Now I'm even more offended than her calling me the help. Right. I agree. I agree. It would have been. All right. <laughs> Why though? I don't know. She was um very desperate. Why did you agree to it? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, you were just down. She's just like that in the exact same fashion. You're not here. Um, you're not here now. Get on a horse, Red Pensars. You're not even at Pensars yet. You're not even in this. You're not even in this town. <laughs> well, initially, when she asked, I did invite her to join me and Kahina, but when she refused, oh. I uh, had told her that no, I could not, and she threatened. That she would tell Bartleby what we were up to. So apparently, she, she is very well informed. So she knows as well. Voinum and Does everybody her, in this place know? I thought we were being careful about this. I do. She was uh, very stilled. Cut now. Wait. 
that's more than I probably needed to know. Skilled in what capacity? Are are we talking about the upstairs thing or the walking in the door and convincing you thing? Um, all of the capacities. (laughs) The woman of many talents, you're saying? Yes, yes. It would not surprise me if she uh, were very good at collecting information. So... Oh, so did you manage to get any information out of her? Yeah. No, she was very set on what she was doing and then promptly left. Very tight-lipped. I was yes. going to say, you're really going to pass up on tight-lipped. But... <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it's painful that I'm not there because there's so many jokes I want to make. That was your decision. Well, here, I know. PG-13 channel. <laughs> PG-13 channel. So, but this situation, by the way, just throwing this out there to anybody in Paizo who may be watching, you wrote this. You put this in War for <laughs> the Crown. I didn't add this. You put this in as a thing. I'm just playing your adventure path as written. So, so Dara, um, do, do, do you feel like do- she'll be satisfied with the current situation and won't move forward telling him anyway? Yeah, I was going to say, uh, how did how'd you do? She uh, she did not seem especially... Is medi- she going to uh, keep she's... her mouth shut? I would think so. We did have a, a deal, but I'm not 100% certain. But we did have a deal. I did sleep with her, and it was quite lovely. So oh. I feel like should work out. Okay. I need a drink. Nell's not here, and he keeps all the alcohol. I do, too. Where does Nell keep his stash? Because I am thirsty right now. Yeah. Uh, That would be in my backpack. And I have wine. I'm carrying 11. I'm going to have some of that with you. You and me, Kahina, let's do this. Kahina can make wine. She has that. I can make wine, remember? Oh, yeah, you have the spell. You have the magic wine that actually makes you more... See, that's the magic I should have been learning. So... With that relatively uncomfortable discovery behind you, it seems to be no end to people here in Marat who are starting to catch on to the game. Voinum was not wrong when she warned you that she was far from the smartest of the politicians, just that those in Marat were a little slow and lazy. Starting to pick up the pieces, as there are pieces to be had. But with that, unless there's anything else we need tonight, we'll pass us to a new dawn. Yes? I believe so. Kena burning the sheets and stripping the bed. <laughs> it's not a bad idea. I'm going to change this. This will bring us to, digitate to clean things. Yeah. a new morning in Marat County, a new morning in the estate, or in Pensaris after a night in the inn for a silver. If you're not, hey, Nell's by himself. He doesn't have to pretend to anybody that he wants to stay in the fancy ends. You can stay in the three copper a night inn, perfectly fine. I'm sure. You got oh, no, yeah. You got he nothing. He can stay to wherever no, has the best bar. Yeah, no appearances <laughs> to keep up anymore. You can take the seedy little Pensaris bar and maybe sleep, maybe just drink all night. Regardless, the sun comes up the next morning, and you now have one day before the crabs arrive. So you can't so, really go anywhere necessarily. I do believe 
we should take up Voinum's advice and visit Bartleby sometime in the near future. We said if well. we want to send him a message requesting an audience. We should pin one of those then. If you want to send him a message, of course it is well within your rights as the Tribune to gain an audience with the Count. Uh, you just send him a message with a few days notice and he is obligated to receive you barring circumstances. Uh, yeah, is this some... Um, uh, who, who do we want to go? Exactly. I mean, you would send the messenger or we can send the raven. You got the raven. No, no, no. The the, we don't have to... Uh, do we have to... Don't we have to tell him how many are going to be meeting him? What Dara is saying is Dara doesn't want to go. <laughs> I don't really want to go. <laughs> I'm not exactly crazy about that either. If I'm well, being honest. Play an interpreter I... over here for Dara's traits. Like, Dara doesn't want to go talk to the cops. Well, Baylor did... You had said there were other things that you wanted to do while we were there. So, I mean, you you kind of have to go, Dara. You are the Tribune. It's you. Yeah, if anybody has to go, you have it to go. Is Dara. It would I be... I mean, we could go with you. It's not today, though, right? We're like, no, 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 no. No, no. The crabs are coming. The crabs are coming tomorrow. You'd be going. We, it would Monday take a few days to get an answer back. Yeah, yeah, we'd be sending a message requesting an audience a couple days out get it back and, and if you then... wanted to just throw me a knowledge ability real quick uh biller because you, know, you have the highest i assume i mean i he does but i beat him last time like you do did it again. everybody gets a rematch one. does he have the highest Plus yeah there's a <laughs> twice in a row and the first roll I roll for combat today will absolutely- 24 for just... Keenan, 21 to Baylor. It's not a very high roll. It's requesting oh. an audience, uh, requesting an audience with the Count on matters of state as the Tribune without bringing the Tribune would be directly insulting him. Ah, okay. There would so be I would like- not do that. <laughs> and Adara does not consider it worth his own time to visit with the count. It's not just bad form, it would be a direct insult. Okay. So I guess we'll just send in uh, send a letter. I too have plus eleven. Do you have plus how do you have plus eleven knowledge nobility on a fighter? He's a noble. <laughs> yeah, but how do you have plus eleven knowledge nobility on a fighter? <laughs> I've put a skill rank into it every level. I have a plus two modifier and because I'm a high guardian I get a plus three bonus as a class skill. I get, I, really I lose knowledge, dungeoneering, and engineering, and I gain knowledge, nobility, and local. I actually didn't know that. Fair enough. All right, so our fighter. I, I always forget Nell is actually 14 int, which is, forgive 14 me. 14 charisma. The knowledge to, I have never happened. Easy and no con. Sometimes. <laughs> and con <laughs> it's the, the wisdom. He, he knows a lot of stuff. He does not apply it well. It's There's ten. a lot of stuff about little things. Rolling a high guardian fighter. 14 int, 10 constitution. Let's go. <laughs> I mean, no, I, I appreciate you rolling a, an RP character and not a block of stats that are good at min-mix, but that is that's still... I'm going to preserve the right to question that decision for it as long as no miraculously remain, continues to remain I mean, alive. how many times have we had that go have you healed? I mean... 
And well, this has been very much social intrigue, so it, it, he's been getting value out of it for sure. He's had mm -hmm. much more social situations that were possibly deadly than literal fights. He's also been paralyzed and diseased by ghouls. Yes. But I don't have to worry about that because I'm the wall. I just sit there in the door. Yeah, the ghouls have then proceeded to uh the ghouls have then proceeded to miss you on your paralyzed AC <laughs> because even with your flat footed at the penalty, do you have a lot of AC. High Guardian Fighter. So with that day, Nell's gonna spend some time you can honestly just spend whatever amount of money you want to take off your sheet in pencil oh, no. versus markets I've, uh, things. I've already factored this out if you want me to run over it with you real quick. I mean, just bump. Sure. If you put that, if you've put a ton of thought in this, go right ahead and tell us what you've got to prepare for the crab visit. I have 44 pounds of food and drink. Oh my God. I got milk, garlic bread, tea, tapache, mead, fine wine, meat, specifically ham, cheese, chocolate, maple syrup, honey, and yogurt. And I got multiple pounds of everything except for the chocolate. And I still have 11 pounds of hard cider. Yeah, none of that's like questionable that you'd find in Pensaris. That's all super. Wait, wait, wait! You didn't crow. buy extra chocolate. You've realized you're coming back to. Canada. He didn't buy literal pounds of chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have half a pound of chocolate. I, I have that's... a brick of chocolate. Okay. I think you'll Still, be fine. Still, that might not be enough. <laughs> it might not be, but that's what the honey and the maple syrup and the mead are all for. He is going to spend his day acquiring that and then riding back into stockies to arrive in the evening the rest of you is there anything of particular important stockies you wish to attend to because all of your current construction projects have been finished they've gone from a sad little hamlet to a looming town where would i have to go to get that uh Seed item Swamp. that i sent to you like go to buy it like uh would they then yeah, we probably wouldn't be able to get it in stockies but like with what Lothidor? What's the item, and could you have asked me to get it for you while I was grocery shopping? No, is this a no, bed? no, it's a personal oh, oh, thing. Oh, 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 um, that I know what you're talking about. That uh, you would just need a leather worker, which that would at this point in stockies you could find that here. Uh, not oh, perfect. Yeah, they don't have like a huge tannery or anything. Obviously, they don't have any major productions, <sighs> but they are all. There's farmers mostly crop farmers a couple of uh a couple of animals but uh not it's not a ton because stocky isn't a terribly rich little village but they are hunters and they would certainly have hides and you could absolutely uh, commission something like that from just someone local in town oh yeah that's absolutely what i'll do then for the They're day peasants. how long they do make you... their own uh clothing boots all that stuff from leather like they can do all the basics and there's you could look around town and see somebody who has nicer boots than everyone else can they match my black jacket is that a thing or, or is it gotta be brown the leather for that because it's if you're in stockies you, you kind of going on the what they got policy which I'll uh, give you, you can that. always get it dyed later that's true that's true mm -hmm. the, the, like i said they don't later. have a massive tannery operation they don't have vats of dyes or anything like that but they can make you the thing that you were looking for that wouldn't be terribly... I don't think that'd be terribly difficult for them to do. It might take them a day or two. Um, yeah, let me know when they... they one of the... It. Sorry, one of the first things we'll have to do that morning before we go into Stockies is take the gigantic uh, snake body. It's in the basement. 
And, and put it in the basement. I couldn't remember if we it already is, put it, it down in there the or not. Yes, the snake, okay. the snake covered up the with the tarp over The it. giant okay. beheaded snake is in your basement because oh, you cool. tried to get it penned and the tanner told you to leave his shop hey. forever, please. And <laughs> now it's back in your basement. So you we'll worry me, about that later. You make your way back uh, into town in the morning for whatever assorted business you have down in Stockies. And Anora waves you down and catches your attention. Says, hey! Good morning to you, Sir Ostom and the rest of you. I... Y'all might just want to come with me for a moment. This about Are... Bubo. No. No, not this time. Oh, thank God. Well, I'd be glad to come in. <laughs> <laughs> so you follow her into her home, into the what is... Now just kind of an empty area that was a bar, which she hasn't really had the opportunity to turn back into a proper living room or a parlor yet. But it's at least empty of stools and assorted wooden tables. Most of that furniture she would gladly have donated to your new tavern nearby. As you wait there for a moment, heads up to her room. And she comes back down with a small parchment packet of a of bleached white, very fancy stock with no names or anything on it aside from Tribune Sir Dara Rostam across the front and sealed with blank red wax, no crest or anything. As she hands this letter out towards you, you can hear a slight jingling inside the package. And it's a Detect magic. Bit, little bit bold. Yeah, I'm going to hand it to, like, <laughs> magical people and be yeah. like, yo. <laughs> uh, and immediately... Let me take Inori, a look at that first for you. Do, do, do your <laughs> thing. Inori is immediately going to cast Detect Magic on this, taking no chances with the strange, basically unaddressed envelope. And as you cast a spell and look it over and all you kind of gather around and look at it, Inori shrugs. I'm can't right blame you for being cautious. Right, delivered in town by a messenger I ain't seen before. Ain't from around these parts. Wouldn't tell me who it was from, only that it was of the utmost importance it was delivered to the Tribune. Huh. Hmm. They ain't got nothing this fishy in Lake Pensaris, but it's out of my hands now. I mean, maybe it's something from my mother? She doesn't always put the crest on things, especially if she thought there was something worthwhile in it, and she didn't want anybody to steal it. So She's done that before. Would she send it to the Tribune, though? I mean... You detect a few signatures inside the envelope. Three faint magical auras coming from uh, whatever way you hold it, where the, the little bulge slides. Two faint auras of abjuration, and one of transmutation, equally mild. I look over at Baylor and be like, there's mad magical. Wanna take a look? <laughs> I mean, abjuration is generally some form of protection. Mm. Oh. Uh, you would know that the abjuration squad, and the worst it's gonna do is scream when you open it like a freaking Harry Potter letter or something. But I would know that it's probably safe for Dara to handle. It's not yeah. like With a... a faint aura of transmutation and abjuration, there is nothing that horrifically deadly that could be the magic in there. 
Magical. Here you go, Dar. That's not a strong aura of evocation or something. Yeah, no, it's yeah. not like a fireball loaded in the seal there or anything. You never know. It's not a modern aura of conjuration. It's just going to pop gremlins out of it when you open it. It's three faint auras of abjuration and transmutation, fairly harmless schools of magic. It's probably okay. Well, I... I'll vote that, too. We probably want to open it in private. Another sure. puts a hand up. Can we at least open it outside my house? Yeah, of course. <laughs> right. <Yeah>. Good, <laughs> right. Good planning. <laughs> now, I wish you all the best with that. I hope it's not poisoned or nothing. Whatever you, whatever it is you decide to do with it. If you throw it out, I don't blame you, but this man seems uh, very, prepped. very dedicated <laughs> to getting this to you. His hmm. damn life depended yeah. on it. Well, we'll step outside. Dara, it's just... I'd say just open it once we're outside of Anora's home. Do we have any, like, privacy spells or anything that we could you cast? I mean, or step we outside. can take it home. That's fine. <laughs> or we can just wait till we get home and let it in. I'm still not back for this yet, right? No, you haven't yeah. back this evening. Do you want to take it back up to your estate? Yeah. So you cut your adventure in Stockies that morning a little short to head back up and figure out what's in this weird, mysterious, unmarked letter that's hopefully probably not death. Get back inside, close the door behind you, and the four of you gather around in the living room to imagine just open her up. So who's opening it? If I get a fire poker... <laughs> Just, oh, Kahina's just going to grab fine. it and open it. Oh, okay. Kahina's just pull it out and then open it. Kahina just grabs it and rips it open. She's like, I'll forget this. She's got the tech magic too. She understands she's, at this point, I'm sure, ascertained the magical auras as per, ba as, as Baylor. Per Baylor. The ability to tech, just, cast the tech magic. You rip this envelope open. Inside is a missive. Two fairly plain rings uh, what appear to be polished silver bands with a flat rectangular black crest uh, not even set with any kind of a gem and a small amulet on a fine silver chain of uh, almost like a wrought iron celtic knot uh, a casting of the tech magic would determine that these three items were the source of the auras in the envelope and a series of spellcraft checks can tell you what they are. So we're making spellcraft checks. How about we all grab one? <laughs> Everyone gets one. I mean, I assume the two rings are both. Uh, <laughs> my spellcraft is bad. Two so, rings are both the abjuration and the bang. Amulet and transmutation, go. yes. As per usual. Valor with a 21, Inori with a 28. You are both. No, I, able... I didn't roll mine. That was my. That was... Oh, that was knowledge and ability. Yeah. Okay, never mind. Uh, Inori with a 28, then. Kaina with a 9. You have no idea. You're like, yeah, that's magic. Yeah, it's magic. Valor with a hard 20. With a 33. A 33. Valor's tired of this being the running joke. I rolled a 19 and he had to beat me. He's been hurt. That he can't identify items. You, you, by your powers, can might be able to e fairly easily identify this as two rings of protection plus one and an amulet of natural armor plus one. Cool. Each nice. of these would add either a natural armor enhancement bonus in the case of the amulet or a deflection bonus in the case of the rings. 
to your armor class, making you just that much harder to hit. The missive itself is not as plain and mysterious as the envelope. As, as soon as you open it, you can see across the bottom... And that go up on the other screen. There we go. Martella's massive signature and crest. At that point, it's fairly obvious assumption why she didn't put that on the outside of the envelope. Because that seems like a generally bad idea. But we will quickly go over the contents of this letter. Well met, loyal friends. Word even in Casimir is that your actions in Marat have left a memorable impression on that stodgy old county. Can't wait to see what else you may yet accomplish. I have met with various contacts and settled misunderstandings here in Casimir, and I believe we've come to an agreement with Grand Duchess Tiburon. She is prepared to validate our seizure of the county, but needs certain conditions to be fulfilled. First, you must obtain the original charter, granting the Lothied family stewardship of the land. It will be kept in the library near my brother's office on the second floor, and I believe Golgusern would carry the only key. Or more likely hide it near his room, the weasel. Grand Duchess Tiburon also requires both Count Lothied and his acting Seneschal to abandon the property. She was non-specific as to how. Unrelated to Duchess Tiburon's needs, I've also learned my great-uncle Panavar has established a teleportation circle to come and go at will from the royal apartments in the tower. Panavar is an extraordinarily powerful and gifted wizard, and a man utterly without remorse. And I cannot stress how vital it is to destroy his access to the estate before word of the seizure reaches him in the south. Once you begin your attack, I doubt you will have more than a week before he returns. I've included some items that may be helpful in your adventures. Good luck, agents. May Taldor endure Martella Lothied. Hmm. Well... After we finish reading it, I'm going to take that letter and burn it. <laughs> That's going directly into the fire. Do not pass go. What was Do the wizard's name again? Gold. Panavar. 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 And it's her uncle? Here. Her great uncle Panavar. Oh, I meant to ask Anora what the Duchess was the Duchess of. <laughs> forgot <laughs> that so with that destroyed kind of stand around thinking for a moment well that amulet's nice and shiny anybody mind i'm not much of a necklace kind of girl sure go ahead take it all right You've learned of yet another pawn in the Lothied game that seems like it may be a huge problem if allowed to be because the last thing you need, whenever it is you do decide to go try and take the Palace of Birdsong for yourselves, is an extraordinarily powerful and gifted wizard showing up to stop you. Would prefer that not to happen, you yes. You generally don't want that to happen mm -hmm. in, in Galarian, no. The words extraordinarily powerful and gifted wizard do not generally lead into good things when they're not allied with you. Fortunately, I believe teleportation circles are incredibly easy to destroy. 
make me a knowledge arcana. So, with a 20, I mean, this is not a spell that you personally know, but it is a spell that is common enough in use that you would know of it. The key is as simple as physically destroying the circle itself in most cases. Uh, in a lot of situations, these circles that are made of chalk or paint can actually just be rubbed out and rendered entirely inert. But it depends entirely on how much effort, money, and magic has been put into the teleportation circle. Uh, some can be reinforced and harder to get rid of, but you just have to physically remove the circle from existence. Or not even the entire circle, but disrupt it. It's the sigil itself that channels the magic. Similar to the circle we found back in the ruins under the right similar to that where you literally smudged one tiny bit of paint and then that circle turned off the confusion door yes now remembers the confusion door the confusion door was a grand old time so dara are you taking one of the rings and i'm taking the other um i will leave that to your knowledge i do not exactly know what well, Inori already has one of these rings, and another would not do anything for her. Yeah, you can't, right. uh, you can't stack those. Besides, we need you to be a bit more protected the next time some old lady comes around looking to hurt you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Where do I put this in this? Uh, under AC items. Yeah, on the uh, the actual Roll20 character sheets we have, because this is a pretty cool feature of Roll20 that we actually use now. Oh, I can't actually put it up on the screen. Can mm -hmm. I? I can pull it up on the screen. You would literally go into additional and AC items. How do you make it give you... Oh, I see. We'd add another line here, and you would just yeah, put just one click into the plus. Yep, and then you can just print Ring of Protection right there. Easy. Cool. Roll20 is neat. Roll20 has neat tools. Tools are fun. I don't know if it added mine in, but I put it in there. And then make sure you change the type to miscellaneous so it's not thinking that you have any sort of an armor check penalty. And then it should automatically factor itself into your AC. Yep. There we go. Perfect. Built-in character sheets are cool. That's the entire reason we're using these is keep everything on one page and also have it automatically calculate everything for us, which is just generally nice because there are a lot of assorted numbers that go into Pathfinder sometimes. So effectively, it just, at the end of the day, gives you plus one AC. Generally, this will bring Star up to a flat 20 with his dex modifier, so you have now a decent AC. Things can miss you sometimes. Oh, I did it. Nice. I mean, because cool. everything is D20 hits, it is solidly a 5% extra chance to not be hit by anything. Because there is now one more face in the D20 they roll that does not succeed. But with that, with that missive, there is nothing else of import that is going to happen this particular day. So unless there's anything you want to take care of, 
Kahina wants to ask the Domovoy if they know where she can find some nice flowers to decorate with because they're going to have guests. And look at you. Um, flowers? Yeah, they're trying to make the house pretty for female guests who are coming. Big dumb one likes the, likes the young lady trying to impress her. The Blanc, the leader of these old double boy, would just, from wherever you are, kind of just, just totter off away from you, staying visible towards the front door. And then as he, if you follow him, I'm assuming, as he gets to the front door with the wave... <laughs> He's gonna go try and pull him. With a wave of his hand, he opens the door telekinetically as he approaches and walks exactly towards the threshold and not an inch further turns back to you flowers and outside thank you punk <laughs> he turn invisible and go away pretty proud of himself uh... helpful as ever the dumb boy <laughs> what useful little sometimes gremlins <laughs> they have their moments Though, not terribly helpful, but there are plenty yeah, of... Yeah, uh, we're the Domovoy when Lothied was here. There are plenty of assorted wildflowers you can find in the forests outside. Because, mm -hmm. again, you're never too far from just right. forests and fields here in Marat. Because it's not a heavily populated area. You're never just more than... the opposite direction of the swamp. Yeah, you're never more than a half mile from just fields and trees. And you could, if you wanted to find some out in the wild, you can mm -hmm. absolutely do that. Uh, you can go out and spend some time collecting them why don't you give me i feel like that would be either a knowledge nature or a survival i'll leave that up to you to see how effectively well my both of mine are the uh same i'm okay well, survival it is then because i feel like that makes the more sense the most sense to yeah. try and know the area and figure out where you can find an assortment of florals with which to arrange that's a nine yeah all right help your woman yeah okay are you going dara yeah, yeah, You're yeah. You're going to yeah, flower yeah. picking adventure? I give me a survival too. Right. Does my survival go down? Only if your wisdom went down. Yeah, it's just tied directly to your wisdom. Okay. Well, I also don't know anything. I'm not a flower person. <laughs> Thought you had good survival. I do. I do. I have seven. Through the well, sheer power. If of you get a two, lines. you'll at least tie your fake oh, life. No, I, I did roll it, didn't I? No. 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 I mean, I can roll again. Roll 20 might be chunking a little bit, but uh, I haven't seen it come through yet, though. No. Yeah. Well, There's I got to be like 15 threes. of them that just come through. Yeah. I mean, Don't I can worry. keep rolling until I get something better than a three. I got this. Oh, I got a four. <laughs> so I've got a... Um... Um, you got a 17. You got a 17. Yeah, it looks like you got a 17 to me is what I'm seeing. Uh, interesting <laughs> that it is, it is not rolling the die on my other roll 20. Yeah, That's it's not coming weird. through on ours either. It showed up in the chat, but I did it, so we'll take that. Uh, there it goes. Weird. No, that's an Ori just rolling oh, that's an Ori's. Which also happens to be a 17. So with a 17, <laughs> you spend, I don't know, let's say D4 hours out in the wilderness. One, you're very quick about this, actually. About an hour. Again, it's wilderness. It's not hard to find flowers. Uh, outside, just picking stuff up. 
getting a good uh, cool. assortment, getting a good selection. Good enough that you can be a Kahina can just go crazy on floral arrangements and have fun with that for the rest of the afternoon. Mm -hmm. there anything else in particular important we want to do today? I have a thing that I wanted to do after I got back. Okay, you get back around the evening. It wouldn't be quite night yet. Ah, there's the message of death up there in the corner of roll 20. The connection to the server has been interrupted. That's okay. I think it's just it the two of you again. Moment. So, what did you want to do now? I want to drop off my sack of supplies, and I would like to go get started on that mural. Okay. Fair enough. So, you have a bunch of paints, and I mean, this is going to take you some time to do, I imagine. You're painting an entire mural across the wall of a tavern. It's, it's not like a one-day project. But, if you want to roll me a artistry check. Also, something that we have not been doing, because I brought my masterwork tools. There's all the survival rolls. I brought my masterwork tools from my house with me on this trip. Give you uh, we have not been adding the plus two. Uh, you have not been adding the plus two. That, yeah. I don't believe that's anyone else's responsibility, sir. Yeah, it sounds if like using, a you problem. If you're using the dumb paintbrushes, <laughs> that's on you. But you're grabbing the good ones this time. I so, also uh, realized we left ourselves a note last week, and then we totally ignored I know, it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Okay. That was, that, that was why I was making sure there's anything else we want to do this particular day uh -huh. before right, we cool. get into that, because that's a, that's a little bit of a time chunk. I'm also really hoping that Roll20 comes back up, because that's just rolling a series of dice. So, day one line work. Got an 11. All right, so... This isn't any actual pet. This is like, since it's such a big thing, this would be just the, the I, rough... I think you clicked scale. the wrong thing. Yeah, you, but that's perform lore. How did I... They're, they're on top artistry. of each other. So that's this is... artistry. There yeah, you so go. There you that's go. better. Yeah, it's a 22. 22. I was like, that's really low for a Nell artistry check. I didn't know you had a modifier low enough to even get something like that. So the 22... This is, like, pending horrific dice at a later occasion, going to be a pretty good mural uh, by the time you get this finished up. And you just have to disregard the random dice rolling sounds in the background because our roll 20 is pretty much wholly disconnected at this point. So it's just occasionally getting tiny flicks of connection and sucking in the dice that have been rolled in the last five or ten minutes. So it is more important than usual, and we need to get in the habit of this anyway because podcast... To say what you're rolling, because I will mm -hmm. not be able to see it, and we may be stuck in theory to the mind for the rest of the session. Mm -hmm. But, with that taken care of, and you starting on that with the day, there is another thing we need to handle this day before the crabs arrive, and that is a persona phase. As a matter of fact, because I am the best GM, who never forgets to do anything, like prompt you for persona phases occasionally, we're going to have two persona phases that I will let you stack on top of each other either by trying to boost a stat twice or even doing two separate operations that will both be in effect for the next week or so. It's entirely up to what you want to do with it. But let us go around the table here. Baylor, you have two persona phases. You already have five genius. Yeah, so what am I even supposed to do? Well, you can raise another stat <laughs> to five. <laughs> Yeah, so... Or you can do operations. With the Church of Abadar here now, Baylor's aware that not everybody fully understands what Abadar's about. A lot of Shelanites among the peasantry, really. Well, and just and a lot of people going, oh, Abadar, 
That's the god of having money and being rich. That's got nothing to do with me. We call this Joe syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> they got a case of the Joes. They got a case of the Joes. And so... with a uh For the lacking on a word suddenly. With the giving a lecture you can raise sagacity also. Okay. I would like to do kind of like part lecture little bit sermon just explaining to people around the town what Abadar is about more and making them realize trying to dispel some of their preconceived notions and prejudices against the god mm -hmm. of rich people and having yes. money mm -hmm. as you pretty well put it okay because he's the god of society the god of law a lot of things that can very much apply to their lives and what are you trying to raise your knowledge religion to? but what are you trying to raise the sagacity to just one. Oh, okay so that's a really low check then yeah so Watch DC. me fail it anyway. That's DC 17. It feels like it'd be difficult for you to fail a DC 17 knowledge check, Mr. Wizard. Wow, he did it. The absolute madman. Told you. <laughs> he rolled well, up. No, see, all the uh, the people from the bandit wood. Beggar and he's wood? preaching about the church. Yeah, the beggar wood. And he's preaching about the, the, uh, the church of There are some fairly deep seated prejudices especially in marat where there is such a huge class divide and rolling a two giving you a 12 total is going to prevent you from being able to really make any headway with the good people of stockies especially they're like they're very entrenched in their opinions they're simple people with simple thoughts they don't want to listen to this bearded man telling fancy words about how they should think differently We've already I'm established gonna... I don't know how to talk to them very well. We are, if you have a second persona phase, you can just try it again. Because I'm getting you a double, because I'm... This is totally... I'm forgetting to run these things. I'm juggling so many things that persona phases, I just... They kind of fell off. All right, I, I've felt it out a little bit. I can talk to Cleric Mize. Be like, hey, what, what, how, how, how's this going wrong? What can I do? Smaller words. Try it one more time. <laughs> Tiny words. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Well, there is only one face on a D20 that's lower than two. You you found it. You found the one. That's a bad as a noise. I can't raise club. my genius. What am I even supposed to do? Yeah, I'm not confused. the one. He didn't want to be the one trick pony uh, for his <laughs> reputation and toddler. He didn't want to be the one solely known for his genius intellect and his giant brain. But he's having no real success at trying to connect on any other sort of a front. So maybe, you know, just the scholarly circles are more for you. Maybe we'll just have to stick with that. Nell, two Persona faces. What do you want to try and do? Heroism. Heroism up to Using my intimidating prowess to dissuade those with ill intent around the town. Okay, you're going to try and assist Booba by preventing any sort of crime before it may stop any kind of bad blood, you just walk around and insert yourself, which some would see perhaps is rude, but, well, it might be. Depends on how you roll this d20. What are you trying to raise your heroism to? To one. I have never raised it. So, with a 21 on Intimidate, the people are inclined to think the best of you. And being stuck in their ways as they are, 
there are a lot of old like family feuds or bad blood that really has no real reason to exist and you know what maybe he's right also they don't want the large noble man to punch them <laughs> so <laughs> you've successfully raised your renown and here wasn't to one i'll try to raise it again absolutely we're gonna click that button again and we're gonna roll a 26. Okay, it's gonna go Better. up again. Heroism goes from zero all the way up to two is somebody other than Baylor. And I think Inori it was. No, not Inori. Who was the other person? There were two of you that were having any amount of success in this. Oh, having. Inori got success. Mm -hmm. Once Inori did get or success. Twice. Okay, Baylor and Inori having any success in the persona phase. You're starting to settle into Marat and you're getting more opportunity to focus on your legacy. And it's finally happening. Dara, can the same be said for you? Um, 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 so Dara is going to uh, try and raise, uh, well, try and raise the Gasty uh, again. And he is going to go over more of the legisla uh, legislation for the town but as it connects with the new church and how they're going to run through the taxes we're gonna help they'll try to give some better light on Baylor. maybe just make it worse by directing all of their tax related concerns and you know how these peasants understand taxes at the moment because you've seen how they're collected through this new temple of abadar so yeah you're trying to use your sagacity to what uh to what what do you mean what? What's your sagacity right now? What are you trying to go up to? Oh, what am I going up to? Because uh, the number you're going I think it's going is. up to three. Up to three? Okay, yeah, because that, that determines the DC. So it's DC 21 to go to three sagacity. Okay, so let me get my... There we go. That's a 25! <laughs> you see, Baylor's talking in terms of big words and religion. You're talking in terms of the peasants and the money they get to have, which is the language that they speak is gold. This they'll get. They're much more receptive to our common military man here. And your sagacity increases to three, which means you actually get a thing here. You do get the ability to leverage your sagacity as a skill bonus. So once... Per persona phase, after rolling a skill check, but before I tell you if you pass or failed, you can add two to a perception or sense motive check. Okay. And then with your second persona phase, you want to try and raise it again? Yeah, can I do that again? Yeah, and do the same thing. It's DC 23 now, but... Okay. There was Come some on. hot dice. Now we can continue the hot dice. We Ooh. did not. That's a two. No. Yeah. No. But you got one. <laughs> Which is better than some people have had so far. Kahina? Um... Kahina... Kahina is going to... Hmm... Kahina is going to use her charm to... Uh, go about the town since she had been decorating the house, decorating doing, you know, the town and talk up the, the fact that uh, visiting nobles will start coming here and then kind of maybe like where they're smoothing over the church, Kahina's kind of smoothing over some of the other nobles. Like, 
painting Dame Crab and Sepsinia and Baron O'Kara in a better light. Okay. That they very care for their people and how happy the people in Moost are and this, that, and the other. All right. And so, the, so, what are you going to? So, are you going to one still? Or is, is this? Uh, uh, no, no, no. I've got two charms. So oh, yeah, two charms. I'm going to three charms. I'm going to three. Right. I'll be that check. Easy 21. I like easy mechanics where we have open DCs so we can all be disappointed because we know what we have to roll. We know exactly where the stakes live. You rolled a D20. Oh, no, I didn't. Sorry, no, I rolled a D20 because I'm an idiot instead of actually just rolling my diplomacy yeah, because I'm dumb. Here, here, Let's like, try this again. Just roll the D20. 120 was higher. 22 wow. diplomacy check will get you up to three charm and you can Yay. try it again and go up to four if you roll a little bit better because dc 23 you can totally hit all right we'll try one more time you can do this. you're a bard you can make it i'm DC a bard i can do this check. i can do this we can do we can do this Woo. you go from two to four charm as this is what yeah. you've been oh hiccups this is what you've been dedicating yourself to so far this is what you've been working on around the main events like kind of in the background or then and again this is not what's happening right this exact instant but what mm -hmm. you're doing what you have been doing in these lulls where we're passing through days or just kind mm -hmm. of hand waving through days or even weeks of travel or communication things you've been working on trying to build yourselves up i'm going from two to four charm you get that same once per persona phase skill bonus as a plus two onto a bluff or diplomacy check. And you also get the ability to attempt to improve the starting attitude of one NPC who is at least indifferent. You can't have someone who, uh, who doesn't like you that you meet for the first time up a stage. And for okay. charm, you can do that to artists, merchants, or nobles. Pretty useful one, mm -hmm. given the current. You campaign. could do that to artists, nobles, or literally everyone we talk to. Inori, <laughs> uh, how many the... followers now? You get the, your followers is double your total facet ranks, unless you lose them for some reason. You get two for every facet. So rank. you gain four more. Yeah, total. Well, I've got ten now. Yay! For your various operations, Inori, everyone's been finding some success on the Persona phases this week. This I is a rare sight for all of you. Yeah, you did. This I hope it pays off and I get a piece. So what are you going to go for, Noi? Uh, okay, so I want to try to raise Subterfuge. And uh, <laughs> and I love, my, I love my secret meetings. I want to try to get a secret meeting going in the Baker Woods to further explain to them what, the, like, we're not going to ask you. We, we're not trying to tell you not to come trade with us. It's just so they understand, listen, you guys can come, but keep it on wraps where you're from. Do you have two subterfuge yet? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna give you uh, the option to do this as a basic operation. Uh, to it's a basic operation that's with subterfuge and not risky to try to send out some of your followers into the beggar wood to instead of raising your subterfuge to learn more about them and possibly get you a connection with whatever power it is that organizes this entire thing. Because such a large group of people can't just exist without some kind of agreement. Like, even if it's just a group council, 
Sure. But I'm saying if that's just an option. If you want to raise your subterfuge with the secret meeting, you can still do that, but you can also do this as an operation to try to reach out to the Beggar Boys. You could try to raise it first and then do that. That's probably a good idea. All right, well, let me go with the other one to try to raise it then. My other idea. Ah, uh, okay. Well, My other idea. To try to raise it there and then use an operation to try to leverage that. Yeah. It would make sense for you to do both. So you can still do the range of secret meeting to raise your subterfuge first. Well, this one's way cooler, and I just wanted to try it. Okay, so well, I want to use whatever you want to do. I'm just saying, don't don't feel like you aren't you can't do that if you want to do the operation. Do whatever. Well, you if I do. succeed at this to raise it, then I might try the operation. So okay. what I'm thinking of, of doing here is, um, I want to use knowledge arcana, okay, because I want to rob Count Bartleby when uh of his wagon of magic collectibles that he probably purchased off the t off of ebay that's pretty good i'm so lost yes i'm a little lost on that one you want to to raise your subterfuge yeah by helping to organize some like local thieves and bandits to do that well he, he, you know that guy probably collects all kinds of magic relics and he loves all that stuff but my, my knowledge of what is magical and was probably popular out there on the black market, he's probably trying to get his hands Direct on. Direct them to where they can get the better money, perhaps, as they go about robbing the shipments they may have tried to hold up anyway. <laughs> Embolden the local cut purses. I guess. You know, that's the definition of subterfuge, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm, that's all right. What do you want to roll for it? I was I thought knowledge arcana would work pretty good for that. I mean, yeah, that that sounds good to me. You can roll me that knowledge arcana to try to direct them to. Uh, yeah, you guys want to make some money? You might want to. From other innocents, direct the their wrath to the guy that you don't like. Oh, it's a nineteen. I saw the twenty. It looked I did too. at us. It looked at us in the face and just said nah, and tipped over. Uh, with a night. Teen trying to go to a third rank as DC 21. Of course. So you can try it again with the second persona phase here. Uh. Oh, do I want to double down? Oh, where do I want to go? With the... All right, we're double down. We could do try it, it further. Come on, Nori. Everyone else has found success this week. You... All right. That's what we're it's looking 24. for. A 24 will get you up to rank three subterfuge. So your once per persona phase skill bonus you can apply to a check is on a little bit of a weird one for you. Disable device or stealth. Okay. Kind of a strength magus. So it's going to be a little awkward working those in. But you now have the ability. You have the option. That's there for you. And with that persona phase coming to a close, further setting your reputations in Taldor, further spreading your renown. That's going to bring us to Gazrin the 16th, which is the day that Dame Crab and her daughter Sepsinia are set to arrive in your little village for a visit. So... It's going to take a little while to get here because they are taking a carriage and they would at this point be riding over the last leg of the journey from Pensaris. So they will arrive today, but it's not going to be until the evening. So you have the entire day to set up 
party preparations for Kahina to make all these various floral arrangements and get everything as ready as you possibly can. Dara hired some servants, correct? Mm-hmm. Dara did hire some servants, so you look oh. like you have a serving staff now. How long would you say we have from the morning till they get there? What a better part of the day. A carriage ride from Pensaris is... I'm going fishing for some fresh sea sausage. <laughs> I bought some. That requires a I... sea. No, just fish. Oh, okay. oh, this is... We're back to the sea sausage, meme. No, I, right, I right. bought... I bought sea sausage. I have sea sausage. Okay. So you want to just... But I, I want to go get more fish and just, like, see if I could catch some fresh ones. Do you... Have... You don't have profession fishermen, I assume. No, I bought a lure kit, and it gives you plus two to survival when fishing. Yep, I will let you do a survival. Because I actually, before me, have a list of things that work as skills for fishing. Because this is a thing I guess they thought was going to come up a lot more in Murat County than it has for us so far. Uh, obviously, profession fishermen is probably the best. Knowledge nature actually works survival works they have swim in here so i guess you can just jump in and try to punch fish into submission <laughs> that's when you're down there with the oh, with uh, the like spear to try oh, to hey. yeah that's fish. The, you're trying to do it manual style might or, swim then even as far as handle animal but if you don't want to i mean if you got the lower Wait, you want to go out and <laughs> you, you said handle the DCs animal. are very different for some of these things by the way handle animaling a fish is sick. that's okay. my best one well you got 14 on handle animal and your best efforts in the afternoon of trying to coax a fish out of the water of its own volition have absolutely no success whatsoever. <laughs> As some of the local commoners, you know, fishing what with fishing poles and being intelligent do seem to have a fair amount of success. There are clearly fish and they're biting, but they're not just jumping into your hands for no reason. The DCs for these skills are wildly different. It is significantly harder to handle animal of fish than it is to just profession fisherman or survival it. But he tried. If you want to make one with survival for your lure kit, go for it. <laughs> I would like to, yeah. I bought it for this specific purpose. I kind of want to go fishing too. <laughs> well. That's a four. You did absolutely no better with the fishing pole. You understand that sure you're holding the right end. It's his first time ever fishing. I mean, you go out there. No, he's a no boy. He's never done anything like this before. You have your fish brought that you already cooked and prepared. So you're like, all right, you're all ready. You got your nice lure kit. You set it up and you cast it out into the water and just watch as this hook sinks into the water. You're just <laughs> kind of looking at the nearby peasants. You've watched some of these people. You have the general idea what to do. You're just going to kind of start pulling it in. And to your surprise, it is actually as easy as it looks. And it catches on something nearly immediate, immediately. But as hard as you try to reel and pull on this, you can't seem to win the fight against it. But finally, with a ferocious yank, your victory log is dislodged from the sediment at the bottom of the <laughs> pond and flung up onto the shore, much to everyone's amusement. <laughs> Apparently, slightly more difficult than you may have anticipated. Baylor, I caught the most too? raw weight of anyone today. I'm proud of that. You caught a stick. You did it. You can put that up with the head of Manticore and the giant <laughs> no. No, no stick. 
Hey, quick yeah. thing. Where's my followers changed to going to three? Followers are double your total ranks. So if you have three subterfuge and nothing else, you'd have six followers. Well, you, you, you gained one rank, so you gained two followers. Yeah, it's always just double your rank. So every time you gain a rank, you get two followers. Yeah. But Baylor, I'll you want to fish fishing Yeah, what are you going to go for? Knowledge nature. Yeah, knowledge nature. You're going to outsmart the fish. You're going to give him the big think. <laughs> Oh, you mad. also roll a two on the d20. <laughs> end up with a 12. And that Baylor, was almost an 18. You come. Step aside. No. I'm a wizard. I've read about this. <laughs> this you, needs to be like a short story. I need to do this like in, in live action. Reel in that hook. Detach it from the log. Cast it out into the center of the pond. Just wait. Keep in mind, I have an Still entire waiting. bait and tackle kit. Still waiting. Would he be I... casting with Mage Hand? Because I imagine that would be a thing he would <laughs> yes. try to do. <laughs> yes. Just, he doesn't fling the rod. He casts Mage Hand, and as it grab the lure and just carry it out while he just frees the reel Drop. and put it in the water. <laughs> Thank you, Thing. And he just waits. I'm so sad Kahina's not there to witness this to turn it into an epic tale. All right, Nell, so when we get back, we tell them about these massive fish that just barely got away. He says, no. Well, that fish was so smart, he snagged my line on the branch there. <laughs> no, wait. You have an idea. You've read about this somewhat. You've got vague fishing knowledge. You need to get the fish's attention by shaking the lure, you dumb idiot. With another... <laughs> With another quick casting of a spell and a second Mage Hand, you cast Mage Hand and send it down physically into the water to grab your hook and shake it a little bit and put it back down. Barely the fish will be biting now. They are. If anything, there may no longer be any fish than a 20-foot radius of your hook after that, but you gave it the best of your fishing knowledge, which was not fantastic. Yeah, I mean, we didn't need this. I just wanted to do it. Unfortunately, I had time to waste. by your powers combined, neither of you were able to find any success at the actual oh. here. But you gave it a good old try just nice to have a day off yeah you give it a good effort so the, the group of you return to the betany estate early in the afternoon to prepare yourselves for the carriage to arrive bearing both dame crab and of course her daughter sepsinia both very, very excited to see the town. Uh, Sepsinia is, in fact, excited. She's not going to be babbling a million miles a minute like her mother, but of course she's just happy for an opportunity to come down and visit and possibly get away from most and her mom for a bit. She has brought with her the finished skyline of Old Stockies. And Dame Crab has brought with her a salad. Which she insists is... Uh, a very old Kadiran recipe been handed down by my family for, for years for, for generations I, I, my mother created this her grandmother did the same thing and the grandmother before her it's it's crab is cranberries really but 
Please, Lady Lady Ebendego, uh, Sir Rostam, all of you, how have you been? The town, it's a completely different ex What are you sensing motive? Is she BSing us about the salad? <laughs> you don't sense that she's BSing you about the salad. Okay. Oh, a fun fact. By one sense motive. You the sense type of salad that we're talking about here is not like a Tupperware you take to your neighbor. This is like... No, she's like, this is like a platter, a silver-covered, like, Looney Tunes platter that mm -hmm. she has this on. This is, this is... This is a couple motive. pounds of salad. But mm -hmm. you sense that the salad has no ulterior motives. And, uh, <laughs> no. No I was, that's not fair. I was on her motives showing it off. You sense that she intends to impress you with a family recipe salad. Hey, Nori's skeptical of That she claims lettuce. to have created herself, which you sense may not be entirely true and the help okay. of maybe one or several servants may have been involved, but she at least participated. <laughs> he was there. But as she continues on, uh, haven't been out to stockies in, in years, but honestly may have been decades by this point. We've had no reason to visit the place. Nora, uh, Lady Piscom, of course, as Tribune, was, was doing a well enough job, but we were never that close with Lady Alice and uh, any of the Bettany's, really, but this is uh, mistaken for Pensaris, even Lonely Nar, if I didn't know better where I was. Ev hadn't taken me the three days of the carriage ride to arrive here. How have That's... you done so much in so little time? Hard Copious. work? Copious <laughs> amounts of work and gold. I, well, I'm glad to be glad to hear that the the craftsman from Mooseburg puts a good use. I oh, see. I, I can't wait to show you all the wonderful things. I had heard that the the manor itself had fallen under fairly hard times with Lady Piscom's oversight, but it seems to be well intact. These gardeners must have been well served. I heard you got the the bridge repaired that heads out towards the west. We did. Oh, on the one hand, of course, I'm more than excited because it means. In the future, we'll be able to visit more frequently and more quickly. It'll shorten the carriage journey by days. But on the other... Yes. You know, Talus's lands, of course. Yes. I find myself more accepting of adding a day or two to the carriage ride than to pass through Talus's lands unescorted, at least not mm -hmm. without hiring guards first. And that's very understandable. And... Honestly, Dara had called for a meeting with um, with uh, Count Bartleby, and we're hoping that while we're there, we can breach the subject of, you know, at That's about a shame it's been left this. as it is so long. It's yeah, it's not a scandal. The Count would be more motivated than anyone to take care of this, but he's been so distracted with this this night swan that he yeah. claims is so ever present around his city. Oh no, no, please, I, I. I I'm sorry. Maybe we uh, should find somewhere for these salads, and uh, my daughter yes, has a gift yes. for you as well. Oh. And so you would take them inside. Mm -hmm. to, we have the servants to come you know, get the you things. You have now. servants. You do actually have servants who will come collect their things. Uh, Sepsinia's small bundle of an overnight bag and Dame Crab's what's probably the equivalent of five suitcases that she would have brought to stay one evening at Air Estate. <laughs> I uh, need these things in case I need them. Would take them several trips 
to lug all of her various belongings inside. Let me take the salad, uh, put it alongside the rest of the various courses and feasts that you and your couple of town servants have prepared. Looking very well, like a proper noble estate should, really. We put effort and money into this. Crab would be more than happy to sit down uh, for a meal that your servants, what you have already discussed, uh, having this, the various courses presented and brought out as they, as you discuss goings on in Stockies and Moose, and then the Talus Barony, if that, and Sepsinia, of course, still the saddest token that's ever existed. Oh, I feel so bad. Sepsinia would Mercosar, be... draw us a happy Sepsinia. <laughs> would be so more... Almost kind of revert back to her previous reserved self as she entered with the covered canvas that she had. And she would clear her throat briefly and address everyone. I've only had the opportunity to present this work, uh, unfinished of course, to Sir Stalwart previously, but I... And she's looking down at like her at, at the canvas she has in front of her. I have a gift, a uh, housewarming gift. Uh, far too delayed, of course, but something that I hope you will appreciate. And she pulls the canvas off of this, what Nell already saw, the now finished, and spectacularly painted skyline of old stockies uh, mirrored against the sun in the background setting in the west as you come in from the eastern pensaris road it is exceptionally well done i was actually going to ask like where on the scale he looks now yeah where on the scale of good does she sit you can't go on a phrase you can't really do that with art though can you i mean, I mean yeah, there's various styles but i mean you can roll an appraise mm -hmm. check but just looking at it she is clearly at least as skilled as no is does it matter are we looking How at good are, is it? are we looking at you know a, a, it should be treated the same it's going to be or, yeah, he just wants yeah, to no, know. We, I'm just saying. No, my from, mental thought here is yeah. if there's anything I can teach her, a way to spend time with her. I mean, your styles would be very different because what she paints is almost pure realism. Uh, it is just a straight capture of what you would see riding into stockies from Pensaris, and it is fully uh, as detailed as could be from her memory. But there is no, like, it's not in any way stylized. Her style is, is as close to photorealism as she can get. Okay. And okay. she is very That's good at it. Some, uh, yeah, that, question, that question was not intended to be an insult. I know, it was, it was just because he wanted to, to know. Right. Yeah. He wanted to nail. We get it. <laughs> he wanted to know. Uh, he wanted to use this as an end for like painting lessons or whatever, but yeah. yeah. So she pre pre presents this to you. And again, it is a fantastic work. Some, I feel... Uh, Great clouds there. It's really I feel great like art. it's beautiful. I, I can't even decide where it, it here or would it not be better to share with all of Stockies? Here, let me, let's put it next to the manicure. <laughs> I mean, 
I that's think that it too. would be wonderful in the tavern that's, to go that's alongside what I was the mural that I'm painting. So mm -hmm. that everybody can see how wonderful this is. Thank you, Subsinia. It's beautiful. I only apologize for how long it took for a proper gift. Uh, deserved far sooner, of course. But, of course, mounted in your, your new taverns, your stalwart, uh, so that all the people can see it. It would serve a reminder as well to them as it does to you as to how far their small village has come. And as my mother said, it's it's near unrecognizable in its current state. I don't believe it even had a mill upon our last visit. Not a fun. She is like beet red at this point. She's still Aww. not cursed. Still not a fan of being the center of attention. <laughs> well, I will drink to that. And uh damn crab way to check out. Oh, and I will very much drink to that as well. And anything else we care to tell us too, please. <laughs> I've brought some wines. And uh, Ooh. Uh, with the quick word to Simpsonia, has her head out back out to their carriage, uh, not wanting to trouble your couple of servants who are busy with the feasting to gather a small assortment of wines they had hidden away uh, so that the servants would not immediately pick them up and bring them in. As Dame Crab is the opposite of Sepsinia, very much likes being the center of attention and very much wanted to present these to you herself uh, without your servants just pulling them out and adding them into the pile. So with that... You have a fine evening meal and conversation with the various crabs. And uh, yay. what was it, Dara? Um, at some point during the meal, Dara is, um, I don't know how this comes up, but at some point he would mention, um, you know, I can't, I, it, it is hard for me to believe that I have to request a personal meeting with Count Bartleby to resolve uh, this Talus Bear anything. It seems like something so obvious as part of his uh, jurisdiction. It's it's just ridiculous, is what it is. I mean, it's it's been the way of the matter for months now, and we've gone from the barony just being not terribly different from most or even stockies back before the the Batneys had abandoned it, of course to just a hive of, of banditry. Uh, local brigands and those beggarwood sorts all make their homes there now, but I mean, even of recent, I think most of them have, any, have even up and left. I've heard well, they've resettled, in fact. Well, it is outrageous that you do not feel safe in your own county, right next to your house. It is mere, uh, mere uh, day's travel. It is ridiculous is what it is that it hasn't been dealt with. Imagine an, an entire town, an entire city having to uproot, leave all their homes, their buildings, probably most of their possessions behind, and settle in little more than a glorified camp because nobody can deal with really whatever is going on in Talus's lands. It almost sounds like a curse or something, even more nefarious than at, at that, anything we can imagine. She goes, just bad subject, bad subject, faced and almost white. As most of the color drains out of her, admittedly fairly Kadirian face. Could be a curse. I mean, well, so seeing that reaction. I'm going to pull out 
my 5,000 different choices of ale that I have brought because I saw how <laughs> Sepsinia reacted to the hard cider last time. <laughs> so you brought some lighter fare to try not to destroy Dame Crab's daughter. Yep, so... Was that Sepsinia have... going white or was that part... That was, was Crab. Sepsinia, would that kind of like go a little wide and awkwardly drink out of her wine glass? Mm-hmm. But uh, So I'm going to put out fine wine, uh, mead, Tapache, which is served with chili powder, which is interesting. Um, cool. I want some of that. Mm-hmm. I have a meek, uh, not meek. Milk. Okay, prepared for this. This is Nell's area of expertise here. Yeah, I have milk and tea. If no one so wants why to we brought him. <laughs> I still have my hard cider for anyone who wants something a bit stronger. And for sweetening the drinks, I have honey, maple syrup, and yogurt. You had you just brought an entire bar mm-hmm. with you, yeah. more or less, to come up this meal. And I mean, Dave Crab is not in any way opposed to drinking whatever options are placed before her. She is friendly enough with you and comfortable enough with the, with the group of you at this point that she will absolutely get totally wasted at your house over dinner. <laughs> so I'm saying, so, of course, significantly more reserved. But, so while she's getting plastered, um. Tahina will very slyly, and I can roll if you need me to, just be like, so we were talking about the past and, you know, how far we've come and how, when we were talking about you coming, about meeting you at the Palace of Birdsong for the first time and what a wonderful weekend right. it was. Right. And I had, I, I had a thought. Well, when, the Duch- when, the, when the Duchess came down and danced with Dara, what is she the Duchess of? She holds the title, but is does she have lands and beyond she the county? She kind of leans in and gets a little quiet, uncharacteristic for Dan Crab. You see, that's actually a bit of an interesting one. Uh, mm. She's the Duchess of nothing now, I don't believe. Nothing. You see, in previous generations... The Lothian family were stewards of not just Marat, but of an entire duchy that expanded around. But it hasn't been that way since well, before any of us are really here. But I'd ask the same question. I had the same confusion. Of course, we are we are here under the, the good counts rule, and the the Grand Duchess Tiburon out in, in Casimir technically reigns over us. There's no intermediary duchy she'd be lord over but it does seem fairly odd that she still cling to the title uh, I, I suppose that her son settling for smaller lands and duties does not remove the title from her though she has no mm-hmm. proper duchy for which to oversee anymore I don't know hmm. it is rather just... curious though but a subject that most of us would be wise enough not to bring up in oh, our good count's course. company, of course. Of course. It just it just struck me as odd when we were talking about all the people we've met and uh, people we would like to invite to see the differences in stockies. And it seems like they don't want the Duchess to be seen by anyone, so Could we... be told, I'm not really sure where the title came from. Uh, I, I know that the woman is... The Count's mother, of course. Mm-hmm. But his father 
the the previous Count Panavar Lothied was also simply the Count. She wouldn't have inherited the title there. Uh, trust me, it, it, it's a curiosity for mm. many of the aristocracy around Morale, where exactly the Duchess title calls back to, but I imagine perhaps it's just a frivolity. I mean, she yeah. makes no attempts to rule or exert power or anything, so I suppose it's mm. largely irrelevant in the scheme of things, but it's rather odd. Truth mm. be told, she's a rather odd sort of woman. Have you had much opportunity to speak with her? No, they're just at the Palace of Birdsong, and Dara's the one who danced with her. I didn't even get to say anything to her. Ooh, and right mad the Count was about that, as I'm sure you noticed. Uh-huh. He does his absolute best to keep her entirely sequestered, uh, fully away from everyone. Cooped up it's in his us. royal apartments up in the tower for uh, some reason or other. Like That's she's sad, kind though. Of family maybe shame. She, maybe she's lonely. You know, I can't help but wonder if perhaps in her years, either from age or some magical mishap, may it be with the Lothied family, of course, mm. that maybe she's lost a bit of her mind, perhaps. Uh, maybe the cow's embarrassed of her. Hmm. That's sad, though, if you think about it. It is. It's truly a depressing subject to mull on, so let's not. Yeah, I just... It was just a fleeting thought of fancy. So with that, we were just... you move back to, obviously, lighter fare. Mm-hmm. Scooting off from the Duchess Felino Lothied, whatever she may be Duchess of, however senile she may or may not be, and finish the meal with whatever course of various pastries and chocolates Nell had collected on his journey to Pensaris and prepared for both the visitors and obviously Kahina's enjoyment. I made sure to buy more than enough than we could possibly eat. Unless you think we're going through three pounds of yogurt. Kahina might. Kahina I mean... might. And with that, as the, as the meal ends... You kind of just wind down into conversation for the evening. And unless there's anything else you wanted to talk to the crabs about specifically, Dame Crab has nothing else of interest that she brings up. Uh, She's very much excited about the fact that she is not here for any formal reason, and she is just here to enjoy an evening with her friends. And there's nothing more of interest that she will interject unless one of you wants to ask either Parthena or Sepsinia something. Well... I want to ask the GM something. I'm the GM. What do you want to know? How does, like, the whole courting someone process work? Nails, Nails, mad that Dara. Dara's like, mechanically? Or? No, no, like, 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 like uh, are there traditions around here? I mean, we can have a discussion follow. later if you like, but. From I my think... experience. My <laughs> <laughs> experience is very limited. I think Sepsinia is a different situation Not than that. Though, yeah, I like, he, he knows how to do things in Opara. How does he do Not them around here? Make me a knowledge local. It's local. Yeah, give me, give me a knowledge local. Hey! That's a, he knows I mean, everything about this. No one wants this. He is 
going try hard Bad. mode. There is, this is the thing that Nell is very intimately interested in. Nat 20 is 31 on Knowledge Local. Well, you would know that there's nothing terribly different out here in Marat than there is in Opara. Especially for the nobility. Since most of the aristocracy here wants to uh, and prides themselves on you know, being real nobles and not just dames and lords in this backwoods nowhereville. They try and do things as close as they can to how things are done in Casimir, mainly, because that is the bigger city in this duchy. There's nothing terribly out of the ordinary other than for the common folk. The common folk have no goal of trying to emulate what happens in Apara and Casimir. But there is a local peasant tradition that the nobles would be familiar with just from being here that is designed both to express interest and demonstrate value of a particular suitor and that is to hunt a fox and present its tail to the woman who you so pine after as a kind of formal declaration of interest so it be if that's what you're looking for now that is exactly what he's looking for so he's gonna keep that on his mind obviously that's not something to bring up now but <laughs> i'm gonna there write that down you want, down. Do? Hunt you want some hunt you want some tail get some tail get some tail literally get some tail literally get some tail but no to do get some tail Apparently, we just need to ask Dara how that's done, and we'll be fine, right? Ah! Oh! Speaking of, Kahina's kind of, like, getting more intoxicated and slightly more interested in Dara as the night moves on. Oh, wow. She's got something to prove. Oh, <laughs> wow! Put on, put on the show here while Dan Crab is over. So Anoi's getting drunk, and she's talking more to Nell about all kinds of different beers. So this one's got spice in it and stuff. So the evening oh, obviously about the tapache. rapidly tapache. descends from there. Tapache no, is actually super fruity. No oh. further actual progress <laughs> is made in a form of learning anything of value. And uh, as the evening winds down, uh, you would have one of your guest rooms, I'm, I'm sure, prepared. You mm -hmm. don't have as big of an estate as most of these other nobles here. But you'd have a guest room that you could prepare and sacrifice a couple of beds so that Parthen and Subsidia would have a room to stay in for the night. And uh, you would have had that fully prepared with anything they could need and servants ready to tend to them and whatnot, as the rest of you would, I mean, do what? Because you're then kind of limited to, like, three beds and two rooms. We all, is it dog pile time? Are we going to get real cuddly in Dara's bed? Or... I still <laughs> sleep in the side room, so... That's true. You sleep in your own side room. You actually brought the bed down to the first floor for your side room. Kena and Dara are going to... I think it's Anori and Baylor who are giving up their room for the... The guest suite duty is here. Ah, why do I always gotta give up everything? Because <laughs> you have two beds in a room. I mean, Inori want to join us? <laughs> Kahina's turn to go for the threesome. Kahina, I'm not that drunk yet. I am. Well, you, you have your have trusty good. couch. I guess, <laughs> it's, I guess I'm sleeping on the couch. Wrong. Where are you sleeping, old man in the basement? The, the Doma Boy on the giant snake tail. <laughs> I mean, I can very easily drag a bed from somewhere else. From where you don't have any extra beds. We don't, we don't have, have any beds. You don't have other beds. That's what beds. we're saying. We oh, don't yeah. have one. 
Your estate possesses five beds. Four, because no, one of them no. is the one Adara yeah. and uh, Kahina share. Four beds. No, th uh, three, because Anori originally slept on the couch. Yeah, I used to. Have there wasn't a bed for Anori. Real cozy? Is that how that's been working? There, there, there were four beds. Mm -hmm. uh, I think, I'm pretty sure okay. there were four beds. Yeah, she just was crashed on the couch. So yeah. Boys, you don't have another bed, so whatever. So where's you... Baylor sleeping then? <laughs> Some boxes in the tower. <laughs> I mean, I could very easily give the old man a bed for the night. <laughs> no, I mean, sleep on the why are you planning on hours. sharing one? <sighs> Nell can sleep just about anywhere. Nell will go pass on the base of the double boy, <laughs> or in the front. He's yard. done no, that no, before. No, 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 no. We need to not on purpose. Opening <laughs> the basement the at all. Time. That's true. Yeah, let's keep that locked up. Yeah, I, I'm not going to go into the basement. I'll just sleep. Fair enough. Somewhere. Somewhere. I'll sleep on a, a table. I gotta find a corner where hopefully Sepsinia and Partha don't wander into you, passed out, drunken in a corner somewhere, just on a chair. So to the tower. Think that you guys are peasants. Yeah, <laughs> to, the to the couch. tower we go. So you all, <laughs> you all duck in for the night then. Uh, with whatever assorted places you can find. And uh, as you are sleeping. Let me get, in fairness, a perception check from what would be Dara and Kahina. Oh. So how does that play out? I mean, you went into the room and you were all fired up, so what's going on? Yeah, I was about to say, are we asleep or are we just very much awake? You're just doing other I'm things. asking you. <laughs> I intend Depends entirely on Dara, I'm sure. 18 and a 19 on those perceptions. I don't know. Are you asleep? Because um, this, regardless of what you may have done immediately upon going to the room, if you were so inclined, this would be afterwards after you are, in fact, asleep. But out of mm. just curiosity for RP reasons, do we? I mean, Kahina's a beautiful woman. He's not going to say no. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. It just depends how thing. drunk she is. Like, I don't Dara's, want her just falling asleep. Dara's living his new Tribune life of just having women throw themselves at him. And you know I what? Mean, that charisma score does mean something. I want the roll to prove that we can do it better than a 53. I was going to say he's got to roll again, right? Or maybe they both roll and average it together. <laughs> roll me a D100. Let's, let's see if you can do it better than the old lady. I mean... She's got experience on her side. 94! <laughs> wow! Wow! Okay. So, you're gonna have to roll, and you're going to have to probably roll that hidden roll. A noise probably <laughs> down on the couch. It, it turns out that this particular adventure... I mean, Kahina's beautiful. Where this, yeah, this particular adventure where Dara has 18 decks... And Kahina has 18 charisma. Yeah. It's a pretty good time, all things considered. That, like, Dora, you've lived a fairly reserved life, I think. This is a new adventure for you branching out into things like this. And you're, you are hitting your, maybe this is a midlife crisis. Who knows? This adventurous phase. <laughs> Kahina Abendago. Is like the hurricane for which she is named. <laughs> She's also half the age of the last person you did this with. Yes! <laughs> hey! 
<laughs> oh, she is the one batting up the age scale. She looks great for 85. <laughs> <laughs> when she took her and... dentures out, it was a little weird moment. Oh, boy. <laughs> she really spiced it up with them dentures. This, one, this one, realistically, with a 94 being experience unlike anything yeah. Dara not just has had, but would have imagined possible. Are this any is... of us sleeping tonight? I, I mean, I mean, I'm downstairs. Is it with a 94? Like, am Hold I on. hearing this? Hold on. 94 is quality, not volume. <laughs> not necessarily. It could Dang be both. Hold on. Here, I dude. have the counter D100 to see if we sleep well downstairs. <laughs> oh, he didn't. It's okay. Uh, you're not out of your way. Are you literally? I mean, you're drunk, but are you trying to put on a no. show for your visitors here? Because well, I imagine put this on is the not show for goal. Dora, not necessarily put on <laughs> yeah. the show for the entire. No, we're probably too drunk to hear him anyway. Afterwards, tired and definitely drunk. PG thirteen, by the way. <laughs> you oh, would be clean. very much asleep, and uh, with the minus ten for being asleep on those perception checks, into up at an eight and a nine. Dara would be gently awakened by a tap on the shoulder. Oh. What? Sit up like, well, I'm, I've probably- Military got, training. Yeah, you would see, well, you're still probably a little close uh, to I mean, if you to in my there. bed, I don't know if I would immediately be like super alarmed you, you by this. You are asleep, drunk, and tired. And Kahina's laying there facing the other way. And it's coming from the other side. This is not Kahina. It's somebody standing near you then tapping you on the shoulder. So his eyes would like snap open and sit up real abrupt like and try and figure out who it was. As you look over, you would see that your bedroom door is just slightly ajar uh, where she had gently made her way in. And in the darkness, you can just see the figure of a woman in a nightgown. You're not immediately sure who it is. But it's military training. Don't see a weapon. Immediately obvious. Doesn't look like they're here to kill you. You just see them raise a finger to their lips and gesture for you to follow. Can I perception to see who it is? Go ahead. Roll your perception check. The 15 in the darkness, you can't quite make it out. But they're definitely wearing a nightgown. Yes. With no weapons. Don't see any weapons, no. Okay. And they this slip is... back out the door. And you see the light of a candle or a lantern right outside. Okay, I'm down. Dara gets up. Probably thinks it's Subsinia or Crab. And follows out the door. Gets dressed, I hope. Uh, maybe. <laughs> I guess he'd put on pants. <laughs> yeah, he'd put on pants. Duchess Valito no. Lothied. In the hallway outside your door waits with her hands folded and a smile on her face. Oh, my dear, I do hope you're not too exhausted from the day's festivities. Nope. I have to know. <laughs> There's a t-shirt. Nope. Zero hesitation. <laughs> nope. 
<sighs> Dara is is slowly becoming my new spirit animal. I just want to Dara's getting the affliction nymphomaniac. Unfortunately, it seems like all of the beds in the home are taken, and I'm not so heartless as to ask you to have your guests or your wife or any of your friends leave their beds in the middle of the night, of course. There's always plenty of hay in the carriage house, I assume. Uh... As a matter of fact, there it is. I should have left a snake body in there. <laughs> and uh, with that, Dara doesn't seem like he's really signing up to protest. The snake is still in the shed. Nope, it's the in, the basement. in the basement. basement. Um, can I sense motive again just to make sure? Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Like, aren't any weird feelings I get off of her? Just I mean, sure you I don't get go several outside. weird feelings off of her, but none of them yeah, are yeah, hostile. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Did That's... nobody get that? Yes, That's... we did. Moving on. <laughs> a good place <laughs> for so. our midstream uh, break real quick. Like, yeah. while we all can just leave. The Dara showed it. Lizards. Like Fair enough. So. <laughs> he can hear you. He's got a. Yeah. Otherwise, the night passes as well as expected for now, which is Dara. And Make his an new crowd. recurring <laughs> friend here slip out into the carriage house. And you do notice that as Duchess Valido leads ahead of you, she... You would recognize this with your uh, your military background. Your, what is it? You have a skill, profession soldier. You would pick up on the fact that she does not just walk lightly or gracefully. She seems trained. The way that she moves as she is now trying to walk very, very cautiously and subtly without waking up anybody is downright impressive. She does not make a shadow of a sound as she slips downstairs and out the front door bleeding you. That's not just caution. That's practice. And she is very, very good at it. You also definitely have a lock on your front door, which, as your front door is still slightly ajar, she has clearly picked on it her also, way in. Hmm? It doesn't seem to affect anybody that wants to sneak into our house, so... <laughs> <laughs> we gotta learn how to do magical wards. We really need house, magical wards. You just have, it just has a simple lock, which is just DC-15. Which people want to sneak into your house are gonna like a level one character with no ranks and disabled or one rank and disabled device, no dexterity and a lock picking kit can take that. Like, I can pick is, the lock to our own house. Yeah, I don't is, have disabled you, device and I can get in. You can't because ten's the highest you can roll on trend. No, I can get in. I have a skeleton key. I can get into whatever I okay, want well, potentially. You have a skeleton key, but. <laughs> but your lock at the moment is very much just a... It's like a car alarm. It doesn't actually stop anybody. It's just meant to mildly dissuade people. And so far, it has dissuaded basically it's a nobody. Suggestion. The two people that have broken into your house, though, I mean, even a pretty good lock probably wouldn't have stopped the Night Swan. And we have no idea what Duchess Felito Lothian is capable of, but clearly it is 
least slightly more than we were anticipating. But other than her leading you out to the carriage house and you two doing whatever it is you do out there before she bids you a good night at the door. Was it 94 worth? Roll it. I, I don't feel like procedure. we need to roll it. No, it's procedure. Come on. It's procedure at this point. This You're is right. a mechanic we have had to have added to the game. Oh my god, he's a legend! He got a 99! <laughs> oh what? <laughs> I can't anymore! No! <laughs> the one-up! Dirk Diggler in the flesh! She got a 99 on a D100 for the luck die! So, almost... almost She's just gonna give us the castle now. As if to prove a point. <laughs> almost as if to prove a Ooh. point. Duchess Valido, while very different from Kahino, Shows you that it's not all about the flair or the flashiness, and that in her venerable years, she has picked up quite a large amount of useful knowledge. And I, I'll, I'll have you know that was my 99. That was Clearly. definitely Dara's 99. Well, she would just like thought. when you were dancing at the Tanger Jubilee, she is not just like imposing, she is leading you into this 99 which is maybe the first time i mean but the second time i'll have you know i had i hadn't gotten some for a while first time the second time you just he was more involved this time five minutes this ago time, you had to warm we're up we're still pg-13 but the censors are side-eyeing us this episode this has been a questionable <laughs> episode in my defense i did Wait, not expect none of this is to go like not this. we have to play the game i know yeah. i'm just saying we, we have not crossed any lines. That's that how the rules work. If we Pi say Pi it's PG-13, it's still PG-13. Oh, we are still well within the... We, we have to legally tell you if that changes. <laughs> Otherwise, whatever we do is still considered PG-13 because we haven't said it's not. Next that's... week, we're not starting until 10 p.m. <laughs> that's so we're just pushing the thing back. That <laughs> <laughs> becomes and... a late-night pathfinder. Welcome late-night pathfinder. <laughs> on Skidamax. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry I added to this now. Oh, oh. God. All right. Moving on. I thirst for the end. So does, is Dara sneaky enough to get back into bed? This is going to come down to Dara's stealth check. Because... I mean, Kahina is relatively drunk. Kahina's oh, relatively no, drunk, I'm which rolling. is why the, the, I'm rolling to try to is, see if you make it back. It is your stealth versus her perception and her perceptions at a minus 10. Uh, but you are physically trying to get into a bed with her, which I have learned is way harder to do without waking somebody up than I thought it was. Mm -hmm. So you got to be like a ledger. You got to be like a blanket. <laughs> <laughs> Just so levitate like... Stealth check, Nora. Okay, stealth check. I'm going to give you your stealth at a minus 5. I got 21. Which is a 16, then, because you're getting into a bed with her versus her perception at a minus 10 because she's asleep, which Dang. is one. She is so, negative. She's, she's out. One. With a 94, she's sleeping good, okay? <laughs> Probably true. You, She is drunk. She is sleeping pretty well. You get back into bed and fall asleep. And, and in six months, when Kahina's armor doesn't fit and she's throwing up on the tar. <laughs> The next day, 
we awaken and nobody nobody <coughs> but our dear dara is any of the wiser about our nocturnal activities nocturnal activities our frivolities and our odd nighttime visitors dara take two silver off your sheet for the servants weekly pay i just haven't written down to do it on sundays for convenience okay. But you'll wake up the next morning for what I imagine is the standard fare for nobles, a fairly light and simple breakfast for Parthena and Subsidia Crab before uh, some final conversation and you escorting them out to their carriage. <laughs> Your servants helping Parthena with their five bags, which you just have no earthly idea what she possibly could have in them for a one night stay <laughs> before you say your goodbyes and they make their way back out for the several days journey to Moost. And with a new day ahead of us now, my friends, what is the plan? I have a mural to work on, assuming we're not doing anything. Well, we're still waiting on... on. Bartleby to get back to us. Yeah. Uh, what you would do normally is you would send him the message of when you want to meet, and like if there's a... you do it a couple, like some, day, some days out. If there's a problem... He will message you back, but otherwise you just assumed you're gonna show up and like with messengers oh. taking several days to run, it's We're not... using the figurines anyway, aren't we? Yeah, we are using the figurine, but I mean it's gonna come back anyway. I figured Hey, nobody asked something. me to use the figurine. Does the figurine automatically come back? Because I figured I mean, you'd it... hang on to it until you got there. I just hand it to you. Uh... I, mean, I figured you'd send it back, but I mean, yeah, I mean, if there's he is no interested reason in magical just... curiosities, so. Yeah. There's no reason. Well, if he doesn't just... send it back, I'm kind of. Hmm. He is most certainly not. So, when did you want to meet with him? Today is the 17th of Gazrin. Is a Sunday. When did you want to meet with him? How many days in advance did you want to? How many, how many days did you want to give yourself? I mean, we wanted to go fairly soon, but we still need to be priority like or propriety like not be like oh we won't see you tomorrow right do you think so it would say, like, be a good idea to be try fine. and do you think it would be a good a good idea to try and get the tail of before that or no do you want to just head up there i i, I want to head up there first personally but it just seems like a lot of time in between you do since you'd be waiting several days to get up there anyway i mean you absolutely could uh, do either. You wanted to head out and then have your meeting be, hey, we dealt with the Tailless Barony. That is entirely up to it you. It might make him more uh, uh, amenable or whatever it's called. Well, what are we doing? Dara wants to, Baylor doesn't want to. How about the rest of you? I vote we take care of the uh, the things across the bridge. The Tailless Barony. That thing. Well, what's your reason for wanting to go to Bartleby first? I feel the like, lake. yeah, I, I want to talk with him and check out the lake while we're there. And I feel like the Talus Barony is going to take some time. It's not going to be something simple. Oh, okay. Because if it was something simple, I feel like it would have been dealt with by now. So if we had, uh, if we gave him five days, we wouldn't be able to do it within five days. Well, we still have to get there. Sure. Well, now the bridge is up. It's one day's ride. Well, let me grab the oh. map real quick. Like, 
Then we'd have Lothidar. Lothidar too. No, oh no, from yeah, that, uh, that's what I'm saying. We have Batney. to get to Lothidar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Batney estate is now only because it's a solid. You can just use the Casimir Highway. It's a day's ride out to Jambis because it's about 37 miles, oh. and you can make that on a light horse. I have an idea. Yeah, but that's like a full day's ride there, a full day's ride back, and then all the ride to Lothidar. That's what I'm saying. When did you want to go to Lothidar? Because we, you never told me a date that you wanted that to happen. It's the seventh. Well, when would do... you set it for? Why don't I we wanted do the to five do it days as soon as possible. So when would you have set it for? <laughs> yeah. Why don't we do the five days, go to Lothidar, and then take boats down the canal to get back to place that I you I just really about. want to ride in a boat don't you yeah okay I, what do you expect to do with the horses what it's a boat we're not gonna bring the it's horses on the boat you can just take the the, the horse well there's a big difference between a boat and a ferry though well if we're getting taken down as a as a trip we're gonna be on a ferry not like a little five man I mean the the pump house has just barely been restored. Yeah, there's not just a ferry that runs. So, yeah, well, no, the, we're, the we're not talking about usable. using the stocky spur. I'm talking about going from Lothidar to where the the main river intercepts. Yeah, but route. even the Marat Canal hasn't been used because without the stocky spur feeding it as a tributary, it hadn't had enough water to see commercial use. All Horses of that it is. is. Horses is this. Yeah, all of that is right, now so coming back. I will get my boat ride. So I guess as soon as we can, that's polite. Would be so three days. Yeah, so the 20th. If we sent it out the day before Crab got here, which is when we sent it out, so it would have been the day Crab was here. This is the second day. If we travel to Lothidar, three days to, to get there by a carriage. So it'd probably be like three days from the day of the twentieth would make the uh, the most sense at the earliest realistic time you can mm -hmm. have sent out a flight. And on. we, of course, can just ride the horses to Lothidar and then head towards the estate, magic the carriage, and. So it's Sunday the 17th. You have Moon Day. Toil I've Day. I never wanted to send him my raven. And then Wheel we'll, Day. We'll get it back. Wheel Day oh, would be when you would ride the horses up to meet with him in the evening. Uh, because your audience with him is actually very similar to many with other nobles. As because of the long journeys involved, it is still assumed you are going to stay the night in the Palace of Birdsong. He has plenty of guest houses. So... Do we have to? Wheel day. Well, we might yeah. still, we might still be getting a uh, a letter back saying that one of us isn't invited at some point. Are you inferring that it would be me? Well, no, because you're banned from. I'm inferring uh, it could be any of you except yeah. me. <laughs> no, no, because you and I meet the criteria for talking to him. What did I do? You don't have intelligence. <laughs> yeah, that's his, that was his. Uh, is it's, that what he says to Kahina? You don't his. have N15. Be gone, thought. No, he, uh, he, it was his strength it's he his found. strength? Yeah, his strength was that he just had no respect for people with below 15 intelligence. Let me go double check it. I know you have it. You you, you did discover mm -hmm. his strength and it was. Yeah. I was exactly allowed to talk to him at one point. Uh, whoever wrote it down said 13. Yeah, it's 13 because I met is the it? criteria. Ah, there it is. Yep. It's 13. Uh, nobody without that. He just looks down on you. He just thinks you are a dumb dumb. It's just more difficult to influence him. Exactly. So you have a, he just gives you a negative on influence rolls with him. 
So you would ride up that wheel day to Lothidar and arrive at the palace. And as you get there, of course, you're riding up back to the palace of Birdsong. It is by far the most massive estate and lands in anywhere in Marat County. Having not been here and been inside since the Jubilee, it's easy to forget how ridiculously opulent it is, with gardens extending for a literal mile in any direction, and just peacocks. roving hordes of peacocks that have possibly, it may have one point been a pet, but there's definitely just tons of them and they're wild now, running around honking three days of painting. Yes, doing peacock stuff. And you make your way up the drive to the usual four guards that are flanking the front door of the estate that make the effort to stand at attention as soon as they see you on the horizon. And a pair of servants expecting you come in to take your coats and your weapons. And we step out of the carriage. And I snap my fingers and the carriage disappears. <laughs> the usual flourish. These servants Leave. are less perturbed by overt shows of magic as they are stewards of the Lothied family, which is, well, Bartleby is also a very magical man. So they're less, well, I think it's a little mild shock, but not anything near what Dame Crab A couple blinks items. and back to work. <laughs> yeah, back to work. So they will take your cloaks and your weapons and lead you inside. Do we have to, I mean... Do I have to hand? Can you put one of them tie things on or something? Do I have to hand you my sword? I really can't. It's hard to part with it sometimes. And they just kind of look at each other, the, the two servants. He had his, or she had her sword stolen recently. She's a, a bit protective of it. Very well. Please, the rest of please. us will gladly give you our stuff. Yeah. The Count waits in the parlor. Thank and he you. leads Thanks. you down. A, I'll actually give you guys, because we do have a map for this particular Dude. map that I can bring us over to, because there is the actual physical Palace of Birdsong. It is a thing that exists. So you arrive outside. There's only four guards here total, not the six. And he leads you in through the front door and inside to the nearest entertaining space here where all of you had brief it's so leggy it pings every time I try to pick stuff up where all of you had briefly been during the jubilee I mean you're all well familiar with this area you've seen it plenty before and as you enter the count sitting on the couch there nods uh welcome welcome of course to the Palace of Birdsong. Didn't quite get the nature of your appointment, but I do apologize. I'd forgotten that the lot of you travel as a herd of sorts. Uh, thank you for meeting with us so soon. We have a couple uh, items in which we would like to discuss. And I believe I have one item of yours. And he reaches into a satchel that he has in the couch next to him and pulls out the silver raven figurine. <sighs> it's an interesting device. I've heard of these, of course, but never seen one in 
person. Uh, curiosity, why did you acquire it? I wouldn't have been in Lothidar's markets have been searching for such a thing. Boy, that's going back. Where did we require that? That was early on, wasn't it? Out of character, that... it was in the ruins beneath yeah. the Senate Hall. I mean, it's perfectly realistic for Anori to not remember because the whole events of the Exaltation and Gila are kind of a blur at this point. But he would hand it back to you. I mean, you could literally, it's perfectly fair. Yeah, that's whatever. just what she'll say. But you, I mean, you, you could say you, you've had it since we came from Opara, because yeah. I think you'd remember at least that you had it back then. Of course, there's so much more available down in the coastal cities. I'll need to make a trip to the capital fairly soon uh, to restock on some things, look into a few uh, artifacts that I've heard of arriving in the museums recently always interest to be had down in Opara and Casimir near the coast but I divert what is it that brings you here this afternoon I'll have one of the servants fetch another chair as he uh there's only four other chairs in here and he snaps his fingers and his servant just almost slides into the room and nods can you bring one of the chairs from the uh the game room over here please for our guests I feel we were ill prepared he just nods again without a word and heads across the hall to that game room where the pool table is. So, uh, while we are waiting, I thank you for your punctuality arriving at this meeting. I've been hearing good things about stockies, I must admit. I'm glad uh, word has reached you. It's really been uh, coming together. So I've heard a new mill of reparations on the pump house, uh, entirely new buildings being added. I hear that the hand of Abadar itself has reached down to your good little hamlet and built a small chapel even. We are honored that they would uh, decide to build in our town. But uh, Baylor had some things he actually wished to talk to you uh, about. Of course. Uh, at this point, the servant would be pushing you hear like a scraping in the distance as he's pushing one of the large overstuffed chairs out from the game room scratching across the main hall and towards this area as he does not have the strength to pick this thing up yes we amongst other concerns around the town that we've been dealing with the bridge to the western side we've recently repaired oh, to open the road. Very much for that. That will assist with transit from Pensaris out to the west and for the fledgling new town. But there has been much worry about what has been going on over... What's the town's name? Uh, the town is Jamis. The town of Jamis. I, I knew it was the Tullus estate, but... Yeah, Tullus Barony, yeah. the town of Jamis. Of... Oh, the... Of course, of course. At this point, the, the chair gets shunted into the room, and all of you can have your five seats here. And, uh, not about everybody just nods towards the servant. That will be all for now. And he dips out. So, you'll forgive me. I, with matters of business, don't extend the courtesy of drink. I feel it distracts. And, Rather, with matters of state, our minds were kept clear as possible. Now, Jambis, of course, out in Arag's lands. Yes, that is an unfortunate situation. And one that 
I would, of course, have intervened, but to my understanding, the good people of Jambus have simply resettled and elected a new baronet. Spoken with him a few months back. Seemed to have a handle on things, fair enough. That's good to hear. Unfortunately, I, word of this apparently has not spread, and we just entertained Dame Crab, and uh, even mentioning that we had finished the bridge, she said she would opt to take the long way around via Lothidar, for she still fears the road. Of course, the problem with the tailless barony itself, the, the curse, or what be it, I'm fully aware of the power of such things, but from what I understand, there's, there's nothing resembling a curse hanging over Jambus of the outlying lands. Simply a deposed baron who made his way to possibly greener pastures, possibly the boneyard. And without anyone to take up the mantle proper, the town simply descended. It's difficult to extend the outreach of law so far afield, you understand. You can barely afford for proper town guards to staff Lothidar itself, and poor Ereg didn't see fit to keep a similar retainer in his own town. So with his passing, however it may have been, I suppose their baser instincts took hold. Peasants, of course, there's no restraint. Yes, we do know Lothidar, of course, has its own troubles. The Night Swan, particularly. She has been quite the right thorn in my side. Uh, my Seneschal has dedicated his utmost efforts into investigating whatever person or persons this Night Swan may be, but I'd not be surprised to find them linked to this tailless barony. It can serve as a reminder of why we're needed. Why counts, barons, and tribunes like yourself require such a firm hand. People can't yes, she was a thorn in our side as well at one point. Yes, it... did you receive Linus's report that we sent? Oh, right, right. I uh, I heard heard briefly from Sir Gusan that you had had your own run-in with the Night Swan, which is unfortunately very much par for the course in Marat until we can get this situation dealt with, though I must admit... I was quite surprised to hear she'd gone so far from Lothidar. Well, if whatever small thinking... amount of somewhat perverse pleasure it brings me that her eyes may be focused elsewhere for the time being, still very much a problem that needs to be dealt with, and I understand more than anyone how difficult this situation can be. Well, if she is associated with Jambus in any way. Perhaps she was just passing through and saw us as an easy target. Perhaps. That would actually make sense. If you'd repaired the bridge recently, she'd be passing right through your estate and your town on the way up to Lothidar. It'd be the shortest route. And she'd be taking a risk lesser than riding through both Moost and Voinaris and Soto on the way. She's not but Newtown, which is barely a circle of tents and... Well, your own fledgling village would be logical. Lends even more credence to that fact. Perhaps these problems are one of the same after all. We've heard so many various different stories about her. They even say in uh, Stockies 
that she comes from the very pond outside the front of the Palace of Birdsaw. That ancient nonsense. That was a problem I dealt with at the start of my reign over this county. I wasn't going to spend my time dealing with petty superstitions and sacrifices to a lake. If the situation arises and this does become a recurring issue for us, would you... If we happen to encounter the Night Swan, would you prefer she is brought in alive? To be quite honest, Mr. Stalwart, at this point in time, I would not care how she would dealt with, so long as she was in fact dealt with, whatever she may be. This title they have spirals out of that legend of the lake, Lake uh, Lachlan down to the south, but... Whatever was there has been dealt with, and that's certainly not related to our problem. Whatever this night swan is, far from deserving of the name, this circle of common bandits, though I must admit they have some skill. Mm. But very well. Was this what you'd wish to meet about? You wanted to speak of the Baron Talus's lands? Well, in that, uh, we had some other just town town matters as well part of which was the possible renaming of stockies of course as tribunes it is fair than fair and within your rights i see no reason to prevent you did you have something in mind uh not at the moment we were just making sure if this were something we intended to pursue, there wouldn't be too much of an issue, and we went through the proper channels. It is a minor difficulty, seeing as, and I have noticed, the stocky spur has begun feeding the Marat Canal much more consistently in recent weeks. You've not yes, named have just your own house. town, but also the canal at stake, and of course most would have to be changed, but... I see no reason to prevent this. This could be done easily through the Temple of Abadar. Which brings us to Deirdara's proposal. Yes, Sir Austin? <coughs> what proposal was that? I, I think that this one might be Taxes. better handled by me. The the one who actually has his hand in, in that kind of stuff. The taxes? Um, no, the money. I'm oh. unclear. Uh, the tax collector came by and as timing would permit happened to be around the same time as the Night Swan uh, we had quite an issue discussing payment with the tax collector unfortunately they were unable to, pro to provide any details or clarity of anything they, they wouldn't even give us paperwork to prove a receipt well We've typically never had anyone bother. The taxes aren't collected directly from your estates. They're from the commoners. They very, very much intended us to pay. Whoever this was, uh, I, I don't remember their name, but was they were not, quite... Down at Stocky's Lady Etta, I believe. Was she not mm. collecting the yes. share of the harvest? Well, she told to us understanding, either... understanding, she was unable to collect anything, but that was at no fault of yours. No, she she collected, but the way that she did it was quite unfitting. 
borderline threatening nobles over grain. Is quite brash, but truth be told, that's why I gave her the license originally. Typically, it's easier to collect these harvests and from the larger villages, these sum of coin directly from the townsfolk themselves, and many of them are reluctant to give their proper due to the county. But if she did push her boundaries, I do apologize on her behalf, as of course she was working in action of my estate. That yes. said, to my understanding, the situation, as far as you're concerned, has beyond resolved itself now. Well, it's the future concern that we had in mind. Uh, we, from Opara, I'm, I'm more familiar with a stabler form of taxation, something with numbers and paperwork. And we were actually hoping to present to you more of a formal plan for running taxes properly. Something that uses the local churches of Abadar as a proper resource and gives everyone a receipt and lets us know exactly what they should and should not be paying for. Whereas... You do have a chapel of Abadar in town now, and if what I hear of Stockies' growth is to be believed, which frankly I find that quite difficult, I've heard what I'm sure are quite exaggerated rumors of its rapid expansion. Nonetheless... You are the Tribunes. This is a matter more for your Baron, I believe. You could take up with Serokara. But if you wish to run the taxes through your own office and deliver them directly through him to the county, I, again, see no particular reason why that couldn't be done. I just feel as if you lot would have more important things to to be tending to more grander obligations to worry your heads about than the coin or crop of the common folk. Well, not well, at all. Coin is the exact reason I'm here. And I did you come know, to start business. A less understanding man than yourself might take the loss of the taxes as a blame on us. I heard the basics of the situation from the Seneschal, and I understand that whatever occurred by Lady Etta's report herself happened after she had left Stockies. Though under admittedly strange circumstances, but I see no reason you to be blamed. And we thank you for not seeing it that way. But such an act from a New Tribune to be right treason. <laughs> Why would I even suspect such a thing? Yeah. Just if... Not that we expect anything to happen in the future, but if there were more papers, the church was running things, there would be more... Insurance more and safety. consistency. Yes. Perhaps, right, correct. I understand. And as Abadar is the center of, you know, law and civilization, to see the town grow and to have records of where we've been and where we're going this and knowing what the than, town's capable A more than fair proposal, and one that I will take upon myself. Uh, I'll look into these things. I have a structure I use for Lothidar for all the merchants here, but there's enough trade in Lothidar for the taxes to be collected 
through such transactions rather than harvests or from farmers themselves. If Stockies can raise itself in the next year to a similar level of trade, and I understand it's already well on its way, then I can draw up and deliver the various parameters and documents to the Temple of Abadar and the Lady Archbanker Perel myself. You are correct. This much appreciated. is not only respectful to yourselves, the people of Stockies, but also to the clergy of Abadar and the god of walls and ditches. May he ever watch upon us. Hmm. This is something Marat has needed for some time. You just understand that its current size, it can be difficult to handle. Mm-hmm. Of course. Now, I have a few questions for you, if you don't mind. Along similar lines, actually. Two, in fact, not much trade goes on in my city without my understanding or my knowledge of it, especially when it comes to the trade of magical goods and artifacts. I am familiar with my antiquing, you could call it. And I understand that you have delivered quite a large, surprisingly sizable pile of these to various traders in town over the past weeks. And I have to wonder where they'd been acquired. Well, you would have to give us examples. I'm not particularly familiar with the items that we sold. The there, there were one or two that we still had on us from our travels in Opara. Yeah, like the sustaining spoon and stuff. Yeah. Oh. oh, the spoon. It was mostly the random crap that you guys didn't want from the previous mm. adventures. It was kind of a really random assortment of stuff, hence Kalothid's confusion over where it came from. <laughs> but then you probably didn't hear about this, but as we were clearing out the pump house specifically, Mm. we came upon an infestation of ghouls led by a particularly powerful ghast. And upon some of their bodies and just among the viscera and such of their previous meals... My apologies. There were several items found as well that we had either no use for or just felt the that other objects would do us more good than them themselves and decided to pass them along for the coin. As a matter of procedure, that is exactly my first order of business. And he snaps his fingers again, and the servant just slides into the room. He has them. Would you retrieve the god spike for our visitors? Absolutely, sir. And steps out. To my understanding, these ghouls have been a problem in stockies, unbeknownst to me or my seneschal, for the gods only know how long it truly was. I got a rather latent report of a previous attempt to clear them out that I don't know if it had simply been lost in the shuffle or never delivered to my estate in the first place or what it was of a paladin actually who had been previously sent to attempt to clear the pump house and apparently found no success I believe we found your paladin was before even stockies it was lost in the swamps in southern Marat County before there was much more than Lothidar about the size of Soto. This may actually be the origin of this ghoul plague, 
And if this was this ghast you speak of, then perhaps it is well and truly dealt with. Regardless, you... I've had delivered one... unto me recently one of her belongings that I believe was found in your very pump house. It's one, one short question. Do you happen to know who this paladin served? That's... I do not. These are, of course, reports from times far before my rule. Well, I believe I might. Oh, really? And I am going to pull out... Oops. Clicking the wrong spot on my sheet. Pull out the old symbol of Arosny. And he would reach out. May I? Of course. And take it in his hand and look it over. If I'm not mistaken, this is a forsaken symbol, is it not? This is a symbol of Arosny from before Erodin's fall. That's what I believed. An odd symbol to find now. Back from when she was known as his herald and not of the Lich Queen. Interesting find. If I may be so bold, this would make a fine addition to my collection. And I have something to exchange you for it. And at that point, the servant comes back in the room with something wrapped up in a white and like gold inlaid cloth. Seems to be about five, five and a half feet long and very narrow. And Count Bartleby stands up and takes it from the servant and starts gently unwrapping it. And as he does, he reveals a spear hafted in like a spiraled white and red wood with what looks like a bright platinum tip, almost styled the same way at its base as the old holy symbol. Like this, to my understanding, is the god spike. It was her weapon when she was the paladin rather than the ghasts haunting your local pump house. As this was found on your lens, this is very much rightfully yours. And he extends it out to you. Oh, it's beautiful. I would only take a, it. Only a shame and... that the contractors attempted to collect it for themselves and bring it into Lothidar for the coin. I've had them hanged. Hmm. Understandable. Now, to my understanding, this is a very powerful enchanted holy weapon of its own right. And if the stories of your valor around this county are to be believed, well, perhaps once again it can be wielded in some semblance of use. Regardless, you seem to take interest in the arcane as much as I do, Silanlis, and I'm sure you'd be happy to have it among your collected things. Have you examined it yourself for its abilities? I have. I've no record of this beyond its name and it being the weapon the paladin bore, but a first level enchantment inlaid with divine holy power, still somehow reminiscent, lingering from Arazni's gift. Doesn't appear to have been corrupted nor cursed in any way, though I did inspect it quite thoroughly, er, thoroughly, seeing as his palin had disappeared. I 
feared that was very much possible, but nothing turned up for me. Of course, feel free to inspect it with your own magics. I'll take no offense. If to understand the artifact properly, you must divine its power for yourself. Uh, Nell, would you mind holding this for just a moment? Sure. And I is it a long spear or a short spear? It is a spear. So I think short spear. It's wielded by a paladin, so I'm going to assume it's a short spear. Short probably spear, probably. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to hold this four foot long stick then. Uh, I am going to it's a go into long my. Short spear. It's like a five foot long stick, but it's not a long spear. I'm going to go into my things and pull out a scroll. Yeah, pull out a scroll. They say, look to him and say, scroll of identify. Always one I like to keep him. on me. It's very useful indeed. I couldn't see living life without it, personally. I have several in my office for similar reasons, of course. And then I will examine the spear. You cast identify out of the scroll, and with your detect magic, you get a, a 41. Nice 41 to look over the god spike here. And as you do your best, close your scroll case and put it away. You can determine he's right. Mechanically, this is a plus one holy short spear. With a 41, you also did not sense any signs of the uh, power corrupting or twisting in any way. With what with it being Arasnus and Arasnus not really being a good deity anymore. Right. Now... This does make my second question rather awkward, I must say. I had a complaint recently about your group, specifically from one of the merchants in town. And he reaches into his bag again and pulls out a ring inlaid with a rectangular purple stone that you recognize as your ring of mind shielding. He's like, I had this brought to me with complaints that it does in fact carry a curse, and you pawned it here in my city. With how thoroughly you inspect your goods here, Silanus, I'd say it'd be difficult for that to have passed unnoticed before you. Unless I perhaps am reading too far into your own powers. It's certainly possible something could have passed me by, but... I don't believe you were the one who inspected that ring, actually. No. I thought that Inori checked the ring. Hmm. Well, that would Said that it was good sense. to go. What is Lady Dentho is to blame for this then? I think ah. so. Like don't don't quote me on this. I, I'm I'm speculating, but I believe I remember that Inori is the one who checked out this ring. I don't remember checking a ring now. Sorry. I mean, we have come a lot of stuff. through several rings that we've pulled out of I, I could very well nasty, be wrong. Nasty viscera. Regardless swallowed of from snakes. exactly who among you's fault it may be, it was an artifact sold under the oversight of the Tribune here, Sarostum. A cursed item pawned off in my own city of Lothidar. I understand I cannot simply let things like this pass, Sarostum. Well... I really do not... I have trouble believing 
with uh, how good uh, the my friends are, what they're doing. Tell me, Sarasta, what do you know of magic? Nothing. That's but do you mind no. if they run over again, it again, to see if they can detect more? And he places it down on the small coffee table between you. By all means, feel free to inspect this if you will. I do have one more scroll on me. Okay, so you pull out your second scroll of identify. And you want to use that Using one as up well? all my scrolls in one day. Alright, well, that's spellcraft check. If you're lucky I get this at half value for scribing on myself. <laughs> you're lucky you get this at half value for scribing on yourself. <laughs> hey, 45. 45. Close your scroll case back up again, put it away. It is a ring of mind shielding. Just like you have whoever had identified it previously. But as you look over it now with the scroll of identify, getting a 45, you can certainly tell that there is a darkness in the aura of this ring. Due to the very nature of the ring of mind shielding itself, it is more difficult to detect than a normal curse because the enchantment of the very ring, which is cursed, is shielding the curse from detection. But there seems to be some kind of presence inside the ring itself. A presence, like an entity? Or, oh my. And count low the odds, so. Atlantis. Gonna kind of furrow my brow and be like, there is something here. The magic of the ring that is supposed to be protecting the wearer is interfering with me finding out what it is, but there definitely is something here that I don't believe any of us picked up on before. Is it a curse? Can you tell? <sighs> it may be sorts. something along You see, the merchant, to my line. understanding, took this ring and after meager efforts of his own to divine its power, decided it would be best for him to simply sample it. Put the ring on and his mind was assailed by a shadowy presence. He quickly fell back to the Temple of Abadar, where the clerics there were kind enough to help him remove the cursed band from his finger, whereas he came immediately to the palace to complain. He is, is asking that you either... Possessed? This is neither here nor there, really. He's asking that you either pay him damages in some of 8,000 gold pieces or deliver unto him the ring that he purchased free of curses. I figure this should be simple enough, and I need interfere no further. We can definitely see about... I mean, he paid for a ring. We can at least try to get him that ring free of curses. Well, then I believe I will leave this with the group of you. What does, that mean we can... it? does that mean we can walk off with this one, then? So we don't want anyone else getting hurt no, with it. Say, he hands the ring to you and says, I will leave this with you. Yeah. And it will 
do with this what you will, but I do expect my mention to be compensated one way or the other. I am terribly sorry that this has happened. It was not our intention to harm any anyone. That's not inconceivable. Truth be told, it was fairly difficult for me to detect this even myself, but of course I haven't donned the band. I've no real understanding of the nature of the power that dwells within this ring. How you go about either dispelling that or just delivering the sum to the merchant, I mind neither way. Well, again, I am terribly sorry. I did not mean for this to happen. As long as you can hey, make Lord. things right with my town, I see no reason this need hang over your head. Now, is there anything else you wish to bring to my attention? I did want to ask you uh, what your particular taste for uh, types of alcohol are. Right, I feel that was unclear. Sir Rostam, is there any matter of state you would wish to bring to my attention? Uh, Bello, did you have anything else you would like to talk to uh, talk about? I believe that was all the business that we had for this particular visit. My servants will show you to our guest wing. Dinner will be served in about an hour. We thank you. Thank you. He stands up and nods and grabs his satchel. Like, I hope you continue to do well in your tributary of the good town of Starkies. And a servant steps in. He slides past them out the door of the room. And the servant turns to you. I'll take you to your rooms when you are ready, sirs and ladies. If you just give us a minute, actually. We can follow the servant. Or you can just ignore me. That's fine. Let's go. I mean, no reason not to just go to our rooms. Okay. Go ahead. Well, he would show you... uh, Actually, we can go back over to the map again real quick, because this is a small bit of the palace that you have not seen previously. Just for knowledge reasons. Pull anybody. Pull. There it goes. So the five of you would be led by the servant back out into the main room, then out down this hall to the left into the guest areas here. And he would take you into this hallway where you would have revealed to you all of the various facilities in this wing. There is a fairly large bath and bathrooms, as well as a row of guest rooms out in the western wing here, five of them in total, one for each of you. With that, they would, uh, the guests would simply ask you, is there anything that we can fetch for you? Drinks or a well, hors d'oeuvre before the meal? I'm sure your journey was long. I would, I would definitely love a, a, a tea, if there's any tea available. Of course. Uh, does the madam have a preference? We have several selections. Uh, something floral. I will see what I can find. Uh, for the rest of you, anything? Coffees? Ales? I am fine myself. I will fetch Thank you an hour for the evening supper. And takes his leave. So I'm immediately going to ask if I can put the ring on. 
No, no, give it to me. Give it, give me the ring. I'm not the one who has the ring. Well, what? Who has the ring? Bela have the ring. Bela has the ring because that's Bela. why I'm asking. What do you think? I put it on to see what it's gonna do. Is it possible that it's like Ciaran? There's an entity in there. Here, Ciaran, in your head. It's far from impossible. You got me. Oh, but come you on, you're one of a kind, buddy. Far from unheard of, and I'm far from that. Look, it's not out of the question. Sometimes mages impart some portion of their own personality into weapons, and sometimes entire people seek refuge inside a weapon or item of sorts, hoping to share their wisdom with the future generations, or go on adventures, or whatever. Truth be told, to me, it doesn't even sound like a curse. So much as, oh, a presence. What he said could be. Maybe a simple merchant. I would definitely, uh, I would convey that, what he said to everybody. Probably I nothing I could roll. No, not beyond your spellcraft check. Mm. Yeah, I, I so. am volunteering that while I am currently <laughs> unarmed and unarmored, we have a... And I am telling you no. To see what the ring could do. <laughs> and I am telling you no. <laughs> now I'm taking the spear away from him as I do... <laughs> Give me oh, yeah, that. You get that. nothing. <laughs> Don't give him anything. Give me the God Spike. You give me the God the Spike. I'm on. going to go sit with the God Spike and drink my tea. <laughs> uh, Sarah would deliver a tea to you a few minutes afterwards. Um, thank you. But uh, as you're discussing this here, CR and pokes into your mind again. So, girl, we're here on cordial terms, right? Not, there's no sort of plan to worm our way in the palace, catch him with his pants down kind of thing. No, I don't think uh, you're going to see any combat tonight, my friend. It feels like it'd be the easiest way to deal with it. The man's an ass. Hey, I, I got you into the room with him pretty, pretty nice there, though, right? Could have, probably. We wouldn't have made it out of the building, but mission accomplished maybe well, if you still want to play this though well, that's more power to you i'm not here to tell the group of you how to do your jobs well i mean what what would you do let's hear your plan i'm just a sword now my plans to get swung <laughs> uh, in in the coming day i'm gonna try for you okay we're gonna get you some action and there's nothing nothing in response She's just going to start cursing to herself a little bit. So why not let me put on the ring? Do you want the list? Because we can be here all night. <laughs> I want the list because it makes sense. Where in the world would it make sense? Because First, what's the worst that it's going to do? We're... It could, I don't know, turn your brain to jelly? No, we've already met. I think it already is. No, we've yeah. already encountered a story where the dude just had to get the ring taken off. By a church of Abadar. <laughs> we have a cleric of Abadar. We're not there. We're going there tomorrow. We are in Birdsong, the palace of Birdsong right now, tonight, in this very moment now. And you want to put on a cursed ring. Well, it's either we figure out what's wrong with the ring or we pay 8,000 gold, which we can figure out. We don't have to do right now. No. We can figure not out putting that. on a potentially highly cursed ring in the middle of the Palace of Birdsong. Well, then when we go home. 
when we get home, I will buy you a cursed ring, okay? And we can put it on your finger Look, for all you. All we have to do to test the ring is just put it on. So why not just have me take off all my gear, put mm -hmm. on the ring, and we sit mm -hmm. there and see what happens? No. The worst that it could do is I get hurt a little bit, and we go over to the cleric, and he takes the ring off. No, the worst you could no, do is the get worst, hurt by me. No, the worst is worse than that. <laughs> we could, it couldn't be worse. We are a merchant survived this yes. ring. And he may have gotten lucky, and you might not survive this ring. And I think about stop arguing think... with the magic people about magic. <laughs> That's yeah, why you don't... he's arguing. Think about poor Sepsinia. What would she do? Oh, if I think she'd be fine. She had to if something happened to you, and she watched a second suitor die. Realistically, hmm? I don't think it would be nearly as bad. Hmm? I'm not going to turn into a little spider heart thing. You don't know that. You know that cursed you, thing. You see, that's where you don't understand. Magic can do that sort of thing. Now, you might be a spider goblin crawling around these these halls for the next thousand years, or you can be a completely edgy entity living inside this thing for the rest of your life. Who knows? It sounds like there's already an edgy entity living inside of the ring. And you're going to communicate with this thing. You give you me a headache. That's me. So you talk to the ring then. So, I'm not putting on a cursed ring so I can talk to another. You don't have weapon. to put on your sword to talk to it. No, I don't. So talk to the ring. I, 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 I can't. I don't think he understands Matt. He doesn't. Stop listening to him. About I just, I, I'm trying so hard, Baylor, and it's, it, and it's like a brick wall, okay? Like, and I'm we throwing words at it. We figure this out. You guys just don't want to experiment with it. Not when we have Baylor, who can more than likely figure out how to decurse it by himself. We don't need to use you as a guinea pig. I mean, I'm curious. Curse an item. I'm as curious as uh, as our our boy here, but to put it on too risky, especially where we're at. That's why I said we could wait till we got home. Which is the discussion? No, yes. you literally no, said, "Hey, you me right now." You're like, "Let me." No, we're in the hallway. Let me put it on kids. We're not putting on the ring right now. Okay. We have settled on that one. Moving on. So you guys, you guys late. Mel, I don't know, stomps off to go pout or whatever guest room is claimed for himself. No, he's, guys, he's still got his hard cider. Kahina goes to make herself pretty for dinner. Each of your guest rooms has a dresser for you to store any clothes or whatever you've brought for the, the night stay, a bed for each of you individually, and a small chair and writing table. There is a fairly extravagant bath provided, actually. It is, again, the Palace of Birdsong. This stuff is not low quality. You have to walk Can't in through a sauna to get into the bath, and the sauna is very, very hot. Uh, anyone who's going into the bathroom, make me a perception check. Do, 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 do. And I'd probably hit it at some point. Yeah, probably okay. everyone, so. 16. 19, 16, 16, 22, and 19. So Baylor kind of makes sense. Magically inclined person is the one who would notice this. As you come in through the sauna, it's it's sweltering, but not steamed right now. This has been no water or anything in here to steam it. You just, there's a bucket, uh, a couple of buckets and towels laid out in the sauna for you to bring in water from the bath. And it is a large public bathroom. But you notice the heat 
still seems to be cranked all the way up. As soon as you open the door, you feel just a wave. It's like opening an oven. You notice the fire in the brazier is no normal fire. They have actually bound a fire elemental inside the brazier to run the sauna for them. And it seems to also output some of its heat into the bath as the large public bath with its uh, with its piping is flowing in cool water from the nearby lake. Yet the bath itself is always pretty comfortably warm. But you've Kahina got all wants one of these. <laughs> Kahina didn't like see it. Fire elemental. I mean, you can point the, it out to people after he sees it. Like, he bath. sees it and then... That's oh, weird. the bath. She doesn't care why it's fire cool. elemental. She's just like, oh, warm water. Yes, please. Thank you. This is luxurious. I mean, is so Baylor back in the... I'm not yeah. going to point it out. Okay, okay good. <laughs> not inspired now to have any more potentially stupid escapades. I don't want to inspire anyone to have any ideas while yeah. we're here. I can <laughs> mention you it later. You made the right decision. So, <laughs> you don't spend tell an me hour this. Uh, readying yourselves, resting, however, maybe, before you head to the evening meal with our good Count Bartleby, which does give you one social influence round group to try to, try to make a good impression on him for once. I feel like that was... Okay. Okay. I mean, Baylor has. Baylor yeah, has. I'm... He doesn't really like me. So let's just go on the list. Baylor, we'll start with you. Do you want to uh, roll an influence check or a discovery check? So I had a plan here, and I think giving him that symbol might have invalidated my plan. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh oh, might make a trade. Do you want to reveal it as a big cool thing for the influence? Well, 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 not, it, it wasn't the symbol. There was something else I wanted to give to him. Oh yeah. Yeah, but I guess I can still do it. Yeah, okay, I know what you're talking it? about, and you should do it. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm lost and confused at the other end of the table here. So, just at some point during the conversation, I would bring up that I actually have a story that I'd like to tell him. Okay. About a man named Eros Glendower. Uh, and I would like to pull out Doggio's spellbook, as I, I do. That's a pretty good idea that you have there. All right. He would be very much interested in this is good then i'd proceed to tell him the story of briefly what happened that ended us up in the ruins beneath the senate hall and then go into a lot of detail about the wizard who tried to perform some sort of ritual that backfired and ended up awakening his diorat familiar okay so, are you giving him the spellbook or just showing it to him? Yeah, at, at the end, I'd point out, because I did write the story in the book, and I got a modified 20 on my profession scribe for doing because that. Because if you want to do that, you are just straight up going to get a double influence success with him. Wow. So you're going to show him that and just give him... Uh, Doggy with spellbook, and you wrote all this. You don't even have to like that. That scribe roll scroll you rolled back then is going to be your influence roll. 
and that's just going to be enough for you to get two successes. Or that moment you look down across the table and see the two nerds just over top of a book, just happy, <laughs> like, oh my god. I mean, at man. one point, either uh, Count Lothi would have had Baylor come to the end of the table, and it would literally just be leaning over these spell books on the rest <laughs> and, of the And I would life. show him, I've got it sectioned off, there were the spells that he had in there himself, and then I added two on my own, to further illustrate the abilities of the dire rat, because I put in summon swarm and uh, spider climb. Oh, that's actually super interesting. Yeah, you're definitely getting a double success there. My goodness. Right. So why I've had this planned him? out. He's been so talking long. about this around the house. That's why he wanted to come here so bad. We all know he's he got a man so, crush on Lothi. He, he was does. ready beyond any level I was even kind of prepared for. No, That's that is awesome. easily going to give you the double success uh, for two influence checks on him. And I'm even going to give you one more thing. I want you to roll sense motive, Miller, because you're the one pouring over the books, nerding out with Count Lothian here. He does like you and just is juries out on the rest of the party, but does like I, you. Whatever this is, I feel like I'm going to do bad and not even notice because I'm nerding out too much. Yep. Uh, 15 is not too bad. Uh, with the 15, while you're going through the various story of Doggio and this encounter you have with this magic rat and arrows and his attempts at immortality, when you mention... The circles. Kalothi's face kind of goes dark for a moment. And it passes in an instant. Now, I, I didn't put anything in the book about the circle as an organization, but I would have mentioned that there were circles. Right. And he... I, 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 that's, I, I, that's what I remember from when I was yeah. talking about it. What, the mention of all the circles and his obsession with the circles... He would kind of go bleak for a moment and come back at an instant. You just barely notice it. Like, not even sure, but that did not sit well with him for some reason. So the rest of you, what skills do you know there is to influence him? Can we even still get more discovery out of Count Lothian? Yeah, we only, we only do like two. Well, okay. I could throw a try to discover on him. Yeah, if you guys want to throw me knowledge, ability, or sense motive for discovery checks, and we can get the rest of his, uh, see if we can just get the rest of his stuff, because obviously Baylor's already got your double successes. Or I would even let you... We streak. can't get any more successes on top of that, can we? No, not right now. Not for this check. Not for we do have, have to discover more stuff about him. Yeah, you'll have another in the morning. So 13 sense motive uh, doesn't get you anything. <sighs> a 12 sense motive. We are consistently bad at social engagements, constantly. There you 23 go, now. definitely does. And let me actually double check. It's been a minute since we've had social influence stuff. Um, Since you actually beat that DC by nine, you get to learn two things about him. I think... What influence checks do you have? Knowledge, uh, Arcana, and Bluff. Yeah. I think we had his weakness, too. We have his strength, his weakness, and both of those. What is the strength that you have? I don't Despises think fools under 13 intelligence, a weakness, magical artifacts, spell books are good presents. He has another strength if you want to get that one too or influence mm -hmm. skills. You can learn two things because you've got a 23 on a sense motive. So you can learn I'd strength and influence two... check or two influence checks. Yeah, I'd rather get the two weakness or not weaknesses. You uh, know knowledge, arcana, and bluff. 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 Appraise 
he cares about as much about his money and the, his magical artifacts as he does anything else in his life and the ability to understand the value of such antiques, magical or otherwise, puts you in his good graces. So a praise is very useful. And then being the Count of Marat, you can just talk to him and diplomacy also works. Not great, but it works. Now we had, I think, Kina and Roldur's yet. Yeah, I have not. Let me save changes to that, and I can I can. Uh, it's nice being motive or knowledge nobility. Yeah, yeah, we'll do sense motive. Out of twenty, do you want to learn the last influence skill or the second strength? Uh, let me have the second strength, please. <laughs> this is gonna be a huge shocker to everyone. This is this is gonna blow your perception of Count Bartleby Lothied out of the water. Bartleby feels only contempt for commoners and feels that their job is to know their place and be quiet. And trying to discuss anything with him from a position of compassion for the downtrodden or any sort of we're all in this together kind of mentality, just, no, he doesn't care. Well, Believe it or not, he I've doesn't care about peasants. At all. Could possibly wow. have seen that one coming. And this has made exceptionally clear just through the way he talks about them even just offhand that you can pick good up good thing nobody helped with the chair coming in yeah i know i actually i threw that bait out there i was like someone's were, gonna take this you were hoping oh, no I i'm threw here to that, be if noble, anyone helped him with the, the chair you're gonna have a minus two on all your checks with him for the rest of the day that bait i put it out in the open i was like oh that's a tasty bait Mmm, someone's gonna take that bait, and nobody took the bait. That's. You don't know whether it, to be I proud of us it. or disappointed, right? Yeah, I'm actually not sure. Like, I don't, I don't know if I'm if proud we were, of you or disappointed uh, in you. If we were anywhere else, I would have helped. Mm-hmm. But if I'm in the palace, I'm here to be a noble. That's mm-hmm. fair. That's we're fair. playing the game. Yeah, you guys we're playing, playing the, the feud. Nobody activated my trap card, so I mean, I figured I would have taken the seat closest to him as soon as we got there. So I'm like, I'm not yeah, getting I'm up so and helping for somebody yeah, else's I'm chair. I'm an old man. Anori's just general attitude. She's just probably wouldn't yeah, help I, somebody move a chair. I had no more success fishing than you guys did today. <laughs> <laughs> no, you did not. Well, Kahina's uh, playing the game. She's got her good clothes on, and yeah, she's got her sleeves working for her. She's not going to help to help. So regardless of the... Uh, Especially wealth, in the house of a mortal enemy. The wealth and resources of mortal enemy is a bit dramatic, but okay. It is. Uh, regardless yeah, of the wealth I mean, and resources available here. Well, in the that was just me line. being tongue-in-cheek about the countess. Dinner... Or the duchess, excuse me. Dinner is much simpler than it is with any other noble you've stayed with. Uh, Count Lothian is going to no attempts, is going to no effort to impress you. Uh, I mean, the meal is, is fine, but it is simple, and it is over fairly quickly. And the servant comes to return you back to your guest quarters for the evening, where unless there is anything else you really want to undertake, you do the sleeping, I imagine. Does Dara do the sleeping alone since he's in the house of the Duchess? Uh, and that's not less, I guess, the Duchess and more you, probably. Are are you? Hmm? Are you leaving a, are you leaving Dara to sleep alone? Or are you leaving him as Duchess bait? Or no, what are you going for? I'm not leaving him as Duchess bait. <laughs> not after ninety four. Not after ninety four, she's never leaving again. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> or real stick to the RP there. The numbers never lie. I love it. The numbers never the, lie. The number, the, 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 the line between, oh, we're not really married. Oh, we're married. Yeah. Getting she, blurred. It's getting blurred. Blurred lines. Yeah, good time. This is how the, the relationship starts. Yeah. The, the Duchess is a threat. Make it so until you make it. Yeah. The Duchess is a threat. So you all uh, go to sleep wherever it is in your various beds or together in the bed for the evening and lay down in what is by far the finest mattress you've had in quite some time because though he made no particular effort to impress you, his guest rooms are immaculate as you may have picked up by the sauna and attached huge bath with nice warm water and proliferous amounts of towels. Nell Dalwart. Uh-oh. You awaken a little earlier than everybody else. A bit before dawn. You wake up, poke your head out the door to see if anybody else is around, and you see nobody else moving about. The palace looks almost abandoned. Thinking not much more of it, you head back into your room to begin your daily morning preparations. Finding some clothes for the day and seeing as you have access to a nice bath. Probably heading out to that nice bath, I would imagine. Yeah. What is it you would, you're would you going to do? I would imagine he would just do his normal thing, but this time with a hot water bath. Yeah, it's definitely a benefit. There's no reason to just completely pass up on while you have access to it. So, you head out into the hall with an armful of clothes, uh, ready to go just wash up and prepare yourself for the day. As you start to walk, your feet very quickly start to feel sore. Uh, and not the skin or like blisters or anything, but like your actual joints and the muscles in your, in your ankles and then your knees as you start to walk. You even stop for a minute and kind of reach down and massage your knees a little bit before you just keep walking. Like, wow, I've slept really weird. I'm super stiff. And you continue down the hallway and you trip. And you turn around and look behind you and see what you, if you hit something on the floor or if you're just having a difficult morning. And your entire right foot is just separated from you laying on the ground. No blood or anything. It's just like it got pulled off of a blob of clay. And dropped behind you. And obviously concerned by this, you scramble to try to get up. But I would start you, yelling for Baylor at that you, point. You start yelling, Baylor, help! As you scramble to get up. <laughs> Dad! Dad, my foot! Dad! Dad! You can't pull yourself off of the ground. Everywhere you try to put weight, you feel this dull but intense pain. And everywhere you try to put too much weight to pull yourself up, simply detaches from your body. And as you end up just laying on the ground, crying out for your wizard friends to come help you, you just feel your torso stretch as every vertebrae and rib just detaches one by one from your body. Then you are awakened in a sweat. 
Why does this always happen to me? The actual morning. Make me a will save. Compulsion. Uh, I don't think it's a compulsion. No, I think it's just a mind affecting fear. Mind affecting fear. And with your nice spicy seven, you are kind of tired. Whatever is happening, you did not sleep well, and you are fatigued for this day. As if I'm going to immediately go straight to Baylor and tell him somebody's messing with me. I had another nightmare. <laughs> Baylor, you're sleeping and now comes crashing into your room. <laughs> Better him than me. Like, I can tell that's not normal. That is very much not normal for you, no. Like, I, I he's going to at least say somebody is trying to mess with me. I had a, another nightmare, but this time it was so much worse. I don't know what's happening. I don't know how. What? being such a nice trip. Damn, Baylor barely awake. Crawls <laughs> over looks at him. What? To talk with somebody who's within two int modifiers of me. Had a nice meal. I was sleeping in a soft bed. <laughs> and now this and now you're not. Get up. There's problems. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> I know you wouldn't take my soft, warm bed from me. (laughs) You wouldn't do that to old Baylor, would would you now? I could tell on Shinmu's face that he absolutely thought that I was going to go get the ring while everyone was... Oh, yeah, for sure. (laughs) I was was like, he's getting the ring. (laughs) No, that was not me. That was was all something. No, that was was, uh, more nightmares. I mean, first thing, I'm just going to lazily cast a detect magic over him. <laughs> See if there's anything obvious. I mean, you don't detect any magic other than that that's coming off of the gear he has. Currently, I don't have any of my gear because we gave it all. I don't also, have any, you I just have woke up. Yeah, you I got clear clothes on. Just on to go take a bath. <laughs> I didn't even go to take a bath. That was the dream. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. woke up and immediately came to you. So yeah, nothing over you. Nothing. You're like, I, I don't know what to tell you, Nell. You just hear a bang on the wall. Shut up! We're trying to sleep. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it so is, was I. Dawn is coming. It is about morning by now. So I, I guess about our normal morning routine because there's nothing apparently wrong. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what to tell you. You had a bad dream. Most people don't have bad dreams about their body pulling itself apart. But okay, that was a bad dream. You're weird, yo. Unswayed from his uh, early awakening by your complaints. Baylor, now at least awake, does start to ready himself, as do the rest of you, for the morning breakfast, where we will have one more social round attempt with our good friend, Count Bartleby Lothian. So let's give another try here. Let's see if we can get any more influence with our friend over breakfast. Baylor, we'll lead with you. Y'all want to do me last? (laughs) 
<laughs> no, I would prefer you went first. Why don't you just go so everyone knows where we stand? This is the how screwed are we? He might as well lead with a person he actually likes so that we can possibly save some time by just skipping everybody else. I mean, I'll just roll a knowledge arcana. What are you talking about? Oh, oh no. Ooh. Oh, no. Now woke him up too early and he wasn't focused. This is no. Nell's fault. I blame Nell. Threw yeah, off my morning routine. That's yeah, a hard one to give you a 13. Well, yeah, with his morning routine interrupted, Baylor's pretty old. He's a middle-aged elf. He's been around a while. He needs his preparation time. You confuse several common magical terms and just trying to stumble through your lack of uh, proper morning routine. Combined with your apparent in inability to previously detect the curse on that ring of mind shielding, Count Bartleby seems to come to the conclusion you may have overestimated you. You can't use Knowledge Arcana on Bartleby anymore. Oh, he can't no. Brunomancy oh, that. Oh, no. Yeah. Can you? Hero <laughs> point. But, uh, no, like that's hero just, that's point. Like, you can't hero point that. I, yes, you love I this literally game. want a hero point. This. Yes. Like, yes. That's, that's not good. That's. <laughs> I forgot about that for a minute. <laughs> that's a hero point if I've ever seen one. Yeah, uh, yeah. That. that's yeah. the 30 we're looking for. That's what we're after. All right, Hand and with forward. that is one possible future. But <laughs> Chronomancy <laughs> says no. You're going to use your Chronomancy powers to give yourself some extra time to prepare in the morning and not make an idiot of yourself in front of the count and make him believe that you don't actually know anything about magic. And in fact, you're going to flip that as far over as physically possible. Guys, I had a nightmare that I couldn't talk to Bartleby. Beside <laughs> <laughs> himself, tears in his eyes. As he what am I going to do without Bartleby? Now, because of a dirty look, everyone else is like, what? <laughs> Bill Lawrence just laughs at himself. But no, you you do. That does not come to pass, says the hero point reroll. You are going to spend one, and you are going to flip that from from that to a double success. So you are able to get two more successes with the count. In fact, through what is pretty much the sheer force of, I think, seriously just, like, like really, it's just Baylor. <laughs> I mean, there's been a couple of NPCs that were specifically one person or another. He enjoys... Baylor's company and discussions enough and out here in Marat he doesn't have a whole lot of magically inclined people to talk to that you I know, alone I know he will tolerate <laughs> the rest of you to get to have some discussions with Baylor and though he is still jury out on how he feels about Sir Rostam or the group of you as tribunes you do feel like he is settling in well enough to liking the group of you's company enough that from neutral Count Bartleby Lothied has now been made friendly what wow it's really Baylor. weird to one person <laughs> now oh I mean, boy, two man, double there's... successes over one visit when you already had three successes piled up on him previously mm -hmm. we'll do that good job Baylor this is why I want to talk him down I don't want to have to kill Bartleby 
Titus, on the other hand. Not that we're discussing this in person right yeah, now. Yeah, Kahina, jeez. You're talking about... You're like, talking oh, about... Breakfast. You know, Bartleby, I really don't want to kill you. Right? I don't want to kill you. I want to do this easy. He was sitting here talking about stacking successes. That automatically is out of I might of have character. to kill your idiot cousin, but you're a cool guy. <laughs> yeah. Don't come to the palace tomorrow. <laughs> Stay home from work tomorrow, Bart. <laughs> Just go sleep in an inn or something. No, but uh, I mean, that does save us rolling all the rest of the dice because the double success already under your belt. There's nothing anybody else can really do to assist Baylor in having wizard nerd time. With I want to know his last influence skill. I don't no, know. What you no. I, I do want to know it, though. If well, you guys want to. No, between the rest of the power of the three of your sense motives, it's knowledge plans. What a right. surprise! The other highly magical knowledge skill. Oh, I actually don't have that. Oh wait, no, you said knowledge planes? Yeah. I do have that. I thought well, you said plants. Yeah, I know. I yeah, I'm sorry. Plants. I thought, I thought you, said you said plants too, and you guys were like, you, "Oh, man. that's so obvious," and I'm like, "How is that obvious?" That's knowledge. That's, <laughs> that's why I was like Not plants. Plant. Oh, I have that, but no, legit, I have knowledge planes. So with that. Uh, there's nothing else the rest of you can do to have any further success than what. If you, I mean, if you want to roll one to make yourself feel good and already go for it, I mean, no, more than this. Rather, you you want to get locked out, out of another one? Yeah, get locked out again. <laughs> I'd rather continue feeling neutral. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, uh, after the breakfast, a servant politely but rather abruptly shows you the door. And walk out. Well, I feel like that went well. <laughs> Well, yeah. yeah well, I have to like start you. thinking of a new name for Stockies. Oh, you forgot to ask him about looking at the lake. Did we? He said he dealt with he it. I don't believe. It. Well, yeah, I thought he... you wanted to look at it. Well, then well you can yeah. go look at it. It's a lake. Yeah, we're still in Lothidar. It's not like we're leaving right this go. second. Is it, is it actually on the palace grounds or is it just further south? The lake? Yeah. The lake is a decent distance from town it's uh it's actually it's lochlin lake so it's the one mm -hmm. out here to the east mm -hmm. yeah it's not even lake stavia okay. it's this one so it we is, can it's basically can halfway go. back to the to yeah we can definitely go and look at it well as you uh -huh. prepare to make your leave is that what you're going to do are you going to leave and just head over to the lake i want to find titus oh god why no. I want you to not find Titus. No, I, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna grab Mel no, by the I'm shoulder. I'm gonna veto that. Like you, you, uh, you're looking exceptionally disheveled today. Are you, you feeling all right? You want to go look for Titus? Come on, man, let's get out of here. Absolutely, yeah. No, I want to go find Titus. No, we don't need to find Titus. No. You didn't sleep well, and we need to leave. Look, look at Baylor. He's practically skipping walking down the road. You don't we even know why I want to find Titus. I don't care. There's no reason. <laughs> There's no reason to talk. There's to Titus. nothing that could possibly be good. I mean, like I'm no. the impartial GM, but oh, I know there's nothing good. That's <laughs> kind of why I wanted. And so do all of us. <laughs> do you know how good lucky we were? <laughs> yeah, exceptionally. Yeah. I had to alter fate. <laughs> <laughs> I had to make this what? <laughs> that's so. When, that's when we all just so many Baylor quotes so today. Are we all leaving? <laughs> Uh, the Palace of Birdsong, then. Yeah, let's... let's. <laughs> yeah. You're definitely leaving! <laughs> Alright. 
So Lothi Dar is uh, uh, like a half day's journey from Stockies down the Opara Highway <laughs> on a horse. It's a full day on a carriage. Oh, that got but me. if you wanted to stop by like Lokwin, you would get there around. Well, I, I want to stop in Lothi Dar first. Oh, okay. What do you want to do in Lothi Dar? I don't want to rush you out. I just thought you wanted to go to I want to turn to Kahina. Say, mm. would you mind being the subject of a spell for me? Oh, God. Okay. I trust you. So I'm going to cast this on you. And your head is going to be filled with more conversation than you could possibly imagine. Okay. And I want you to focus. Focus on what you want to find out. Okay. And... It will be similar to having these conversations and talking to people. And you should be able to gather information this way. Okay. Okay. And personally, I want to know about the lake. This spell will last long enough that if there's anything else that you want to gather information about in Lothidar, you should have time to do it as well. Okay. Are you casting? And I will cast Ears of the City on no, her. I just, no, it was Ears of the City. I was like, there has to be Ears of the City. It literally has to be. So, you cast the spell, and these voices overlapping whisper through Kahina's head. And it's overwhelming for a moment. But she focuses, like you told her. And as she does so she can learn she can make five diplomacy Something. checks to gather information in the next five 30 diplomacy seconds checks to gather information so what All i mean right. what's your diplomacy modifier my diplomacy modifier i believe is 17 yeah you definitely can't fail 14 excuse me 14 you still can't fail to gather information check it's dc 15 so mm -hmm. first round of focus what do you want to learn about uh, I want to learn everything everyone knows about the lake outside of like um, stories, but also other strange happenings that don't involve sacrificing virgins. So as you focus, you start to focus on the story of this Lake Lachlan and you see before you an older man, raven haired with a striking similarity to Count Lothied. It must be his father with a crate of holy water coming out of the temple of Abadar, loading it into a wagon destined for Lake Lokwin. You're seeing things with this, not gathering information. Mm -hmm. Round two. You can keep focusing on that and get more, or you can learn something else. Yeah. I want to focus on that for round two. And so it's related to the, the local events, so you'll actually see your vision kind of flash and flashes and twists out to the lake. And you would see one of the clerics of Abadar uh, holding, uh, kind of just waving back a thing of incense while holding up the holy golden scales of Abadar as whoever this man is, Bartoli's father, grandfather, whatever, stands by as several of his servants dump bottle after bottle of holy water into the lake as the cleric chants prayers. You want to keep focusing? Yes. And as you continue, you see Count Bartleby 
arriving back in Lothidar, striding into the Temple of Abadar as they're readying like, this crate of holy water. And he waves his hand and shouts something, and the cleric, looking puzzled, turns to him, and he pushes the crate back across the counter. He shakes his head no and walks out of the temple. Do you want to continue focusing for the fourth round on this? Um, yeah. I get five, right? Yes. Okay, yeah. One more on this. You see Count Bartleby on the shores, on the northern shores of Lachlan Lake with an older man you don't recognize. You're alone. The older man has a wagon loaded with uh, various barrels and clay pots and assortments of small glass vials. Bartleby starts casting a spell, and the man pulls out a rather large glass tank, about maybe a foot tall and six inches around. And as Bartleby finishes the spell, he throws the tank at the ground. The other man throws the tank at the ground. And a massive lurching orange ooze erupts forth. Uh, the spell conjures a barrier between Bartleby and the other man. Do you want to use your fifth round on this too? <sighs> yes. I want to use it for something else, but I'll take it. The ooze blobs up onto this invisible wall of force towards them. And realizing it had no success just kind of worms its way into the waters of the lake. And Bartleby turns to the other man, smiles, kind of shrugs, claps his hands together, and gets on his horse to leave. Okay. He dealt with it. He, um... <laughs> he dealt with it, huh? So I would turn to Baylor after all of this and go, Okay. Little too I much? Like, no, I like that. I want to do that again some other time. Not not right now. Headache. Um, but this is what I... And then impart all of my visions. So whatever Bartleby casts, he thinks he got rid of what's in the lake, but there's something there. Whether it's probably not a night swan or a dead virgin, but or a dead countess or whatever she's supposed to be, but there is something in that lake. So it is just more than the story. Mm. To the lake? To the lake! Right. You head down to Lochlean Lake, uh, which is most of the way, again, most of the way going back to Stockies anyway, just at the bend of the road turning south. You branch off to the east, turns the lake. Now, Kahina could guide you to the northern end of the lake where she'd seen this visions, these visions, if you so wish, past the uh, minor tree lines. It's far from a forest, but there are some small coves. If, 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 if there's enough of a place for her to take us there, I would suggest. As you walk towards the other side, you start to see things that are wrong. This doesn't really require a perception check. There are dead fish, half dissolved, washed up all along the shores of the northern, uh, northern lake. Even some birds that are just left there and festering piles of carcasses. 
the waters of the very lake themselves are no longer even clear or blue, but a dull, disgusting yellow. And the waters on the northern end seem to almost thicken somewhat with silt or mud or ooze, perhaps. This is worse than the swamp outside the pump house. It is significantly worse than the swamp outside the pump house. Even most of the grass and the plants around the northern end of the lake are dead. Uh, there is just dirt and stone and rock just barren about 15 feet out, making up large swath around the northern end of this lake. You have mentioned it was a blob, like an ooze. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. It is orange in color, almost just viscous and disgusting. And it reared up out of the lake at Bartleby and he had erected a magical barrier. And when it couldn't get through, it slunk back into the lake. I don't know how that's getting rid of it, but we're dealing with it. Well, that guy doesn't really deal with anything. No. In the distance be difficult for us to deal with out in the uh, the lake as you look around there does seem to be one small bit of life still floating around it seems that birds can at least occasionally land in the lake and not instantaneously die because there is one swan sitting out there that none of you noticed when you first arrived. And as a you swan. had this discussion, a swan. Right at that point, you all kind of notice it at once. And it's looking off, like you're looking at a profile of it. And as you kind of turn, it's in a jarring juxtaposition to the death and just wastes around the edge of this lake. The swan raises its wings and takes off. And as it does in an instant, the rose its wings expanding almost like massive angel wings and the body of the swan contorts and transforms into that of a woman wearing what appears to be a breastplate and a chainmail skirt hanging down below a bow already in hand aimed at you as she flies up above the lake we can deal with that next time i am glad i bought a bow Probably, probably going to come in somewhat helpful.